myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back January 20th, the True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers, and I'm glad you're joining us today. So like as usual, got a lot to get to, but I will make one promise. We will not talk quarterback tiers today. I can't, we might talk quarterbacks, but we we will not talk. We will not pull up the tiers, tiers page. It won't get pulled that up. Is my prom- that is my promise. That is Sex J, button pusher extraordinaire. How you feeling, school? I am, I'm feeling good today. I was a little worried we were going to open up right with the quarterback tiers again. A little worried no, day four, no. but we're, <laughs> no, we're staying away today. We're staying away. I'm not going to do it. Listen, Josh Norris doesn't give a lot of notes. He's normally very kind, and I just got one note after yesterday's show. He said, enough with the quarterback tier. I said, okay. We couldn't do a fourth day. Couldn't do a fourth day. No, 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 Especially with the NBA games we had last night. Yeah, so it was was Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. We were were just biting. Um, we were biding our time. Look, we needed a couple of 50-point games. That's all we were waiting for. A couple 50-pointers. That's it. And lo and behold, well, I mean, it, it wasn't 50, but it was 49. <laughs> like, Jokic was, I mean, it, it was, was close. you know what I mean? It was close. It was close. Uh, I mean, 49 and a triple-double, I mean, that's that's crazy. I have questions on how Evisa Zubak went 15 for 19. I think that's my biggest takeaway. 32 points. I, I tweeted it earlier, but like, I'm comfortable saying he will never come close to that again, like ever. 15 for 19. Yeah, that's <laughs> listen, two free throw. He wasn't even like getting fat. He was just cooking. And I mean, Jokic got 49 on 25 shots, which is also ridiculous. And the assist for the triple double that also got them the win, which. Yeah, just is preposterous preposterous stat line and then it once again i mean across the league uh joel Embiid gets 50 points look and mo bamba eats his lunch too 12 for 15 what it, it that is it's such a strange night like all these games had two people i mean mo bamba mo bamba had he went seven of eight from three like what is that okay well that's, just, <laughs> that's some when does that ever happen how does that that's happen? my player shit i never go seven for eight uh, and if i do i'll never do it again jeez uh yeah I, and even more, <laughs> i would just i i just i i mean he must know that i want him on the bucks that's what that's what it is is that what it is he knows that i want him in milwaukee he's starting to show out he wants to get traded here okay but he can't be like seven threes they you can't trade that that's too valuable <laughs> yeah no no he's gonna play himself out of uh getting traded oh yeah shit. you gotta you, you gotta reel that in a little bit yeah you need to he needs to cool it down a little bit um, definitely let's see what joel did 17 of 23 i mean joel that's scored ridiculous. 50 points in 27 minutes that's crazy. that's ridiculous that's on 20 on 23 shots that's not human but i mean he didn't get 10 <clears> assists <throat> no triple double there so uh, uh i mean a double double is cool but 
And I mean, only two assists, so he's not really being a team player. Like Jokic. more fouls than assists? Are you kidding me? Oof, oof. That's I mean, come playoff time, what would you rather have? Guy who scores fifty or a guy that passes the ball well? Huh? I think the, I think the answer is clearly Mo Bamba. You <laughs> just definitely rather have Mo Bamba. And the most important news with Wednesday, yeah, the twentieth. Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel still has a job. He still has a job. Somehow, somehow, despite we the, despite we went a through loss. the four games yesterday, and it was like, okay, he's got to win the first one. He did not win the first one. And he I, did not win the first one at all. I mean, the, and he even benches what Russell Westbrook about half, with like three minutes left. Yeah, we're. This from the ESPN article says, long before Westbrook was benched down the stretch of Wednesday's 111 to 104 loss to the Pacers, Los Angeles Lakers coach for now, Frank Vogel, was given assurances that the organization would support him in taking a hard line while coaching the star. Over the past week and a half, Lakers management told the coaching staff to coach Westbrook as they see fit, even if that means pulling him from a game, as Vogel did for the final three minutes, 52 seconds against indiana one source close to the situation described the message from management to the staff as you gotta do what you gotta do end quote i i wonder who i wonder who that source was i'm i'm gonna gonna take a gander and say it's probably the guy that came to a meeting for the first time last week after Rambus just overlooking the meetings like Sting, and now yeah. he's making uh, now he's start... be- being the source to the media. Uh. So, g- give me that box score. What was we- uh, West Brooks because again, they still lost. So, what was his so 27 minutes, five for seven? Does it show his uh, plus minus? Uh, let's see. There we go. Here we go. A minus eighteen. That's yeah. That's, that's not. I mean, LeBron good. was a minus twenty though. I didn't see him getting hit. <laughs> yeah. When is yeah? When is LeBron gonna have to pay his toll? When he Carmelo Anthony was a plus three in thirty minutes. He's coming off the bench without a gripe. So I don't. Yeah, they'd have no problem with that. I mean, and I mean Carmelo. Is... He, Carmelo got uh cooked last night. He yeah, was like, he was looking lost out there. He was a plus three, so. Yeah, so I mean. I well, mean, look, look honest to God, just look at that roster, man. That's what, what I was going to say. They've got Stanley Johnson on a 10-day contract playing 16 minutes. Of plus two ball, mind you. Yeah. Austin, like Austin Reeves, uh, that was cute. You know what I mean? Yeah, you he, had your one cute game, your one cute moment. It was fu- and it's not his fault. He just he should not be playing twenty five minutes a game for like a a, a team that calls himself a, a championship contender. What's killing them to me? Not I'm definitely not Kurt Rambis. I want to get ahead of that. I want to <laughs> beat the Kurt Rambis allegations. Trevor Ariza. I mean, what is he even doing out there? <laughs> Trevor. That's when I knew they were in trouble when they were like, hey, they're going to get some help on the wing. Trevor Ariza. I said, Trevor Ariza played with Dwight Howard in Orlando and Kobe Bryant in L.A. He's old as hell. I mean, this roster, it's just, it stinks out loud. It's terrible. Click on, click on Ariza. I want to see what Ariza's shooting for. The He's probably shooting 65% now that I say that. But Oh, give me a break. Three, Three points, points per game. Last 10, he shot 26%. 
Okay. On the year, 38%, which pretty good. But he's your wing. Who Who is he stopping on the wing? Yeah, I mean, he's what? 36 years old he's legit he's 36 like he's literally there there are people that's retirement age like when and he's starting averaging three points like that there has to be like r- rookies that would be better off like i don't this know is, this is really malpractice what like and rob palinka they were calling him a mastermind they were saying no he no they said he was the the whisperer. He was a whisperer. This even Anthony Davis is hurt. Yeah, that's hundred. Like under like with him that changes, and but still, this is just. This, like, what's Avery Bradley doing? That the whole? showing up about <laughs> stealing checks. Uh, so thirty eight percent. The thing like it's a thirty eight percent. He's at thirty eight. Ariza's is at thirty eight. I bet those are wide open shots, though. You know what I mean? Like nobody's yeah, like no one's if guarding you're him. Wide, yeah, if you're getting wide open shots, you kind of got to hit more than thirty eight. Like you know what I'm saying? That's not enough to be like, oh my, oh it's Avery Bradley in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta go. We gotta, we gotta make sure he's guarded. Like no one's yeah, saying so that. They're, like they're they're glad they'll gladly leave a guy like Avery Bradley open. This team is. Bad, Patty Meg says Bamba would be the second best player on this team right now. That's not wrong. Not wrong. Ooh. They could use some Bamba. They could use, I mean, they could, they use, could use some Bamba. They could use anybody. They could use literally. <laughs> I was, I, it's ta- Does anybody love Taylor Horton Tucker? I feel like that's their only ch- Like, does it, is anybody just clamoring to get some Taylor Horton Tucker? I don't think so. I think they're the only ones that think he's valuable. <laughs> yeah, like he's shooting 25% from three on the year, 42%. That's very cool. 77% free throw shooter. That's not good. I'll say that his game, to play his game, he has to go to a non-LeBron. Like he plays with the ball in his hands. That's just not going to happen with the LeBron team. Yeah. So if you're a team that thinks you can bring that out of him give him that opportunity but what team like who's like we are a Taylor horton tucker like we <laughs> yeah, that's the, the line that's the missing link tht is the difference yeah. maker when they, so, they said they said we don't need that we need tht that's it it is oh, oh man I, that's terrible i mean malik monk look, oh, jesus christ okay whatever year Julius Randle's rookie year was when you go to that Lakers roster just over the years there's just been so much talent I just I don't know what it was the year he only played one game and he broke his leg the first game 2014 this one 15 uh yeah zoom in there a little bit please let me see okay it was start I think because yeah next year is when they start getting I think the number two picks so they got Julius Randle this year and again on that team there's just not like jordan clark jordan clarkson was a rookie so he's not jordan clarkson <laughs> they got dude we... they got bobby sacre the legend this is tough man <laughs> this is they really had kobe with some bull man this is tough i mean uh, they okay. had carlos boozer with the the fake <laughs> that was the fake hair era right he had the oh yeah vander oh, yeah. blues in the house okay so go to the next year if you can this is the year they get i think d'angelo russell 
Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so D'Angelo. Metal World Peace. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell is here. Kobe's still here. Clarkson's in year. I don't. I don't like when they go rookie and then year one. It feels like it should go rookie to year two. No. But yeah. What do I, what do I know? Um, Randall's here. Russell's here. Roy Hibbert. Lou Will. <laughs> Lou Will's younger. Um, okay. Next year. Because this is when I think they they get number. I think at the top, yeah. If you go to the top, it'll just let you keep going like next. Oh, season. word, word. Um, let's see. So they got, I think, was it Ingram this year? Yep, Brandon Ingram. So they have Brandon Ingram and Larry Nance. Oh, this is a Timothy Mozgov year. <laughs> this is the year they signed Luol Deng and Timothy Mozgov. That's awesome. What were what they, were they punted- thinking? Also, if you look at the very bottom, Avisa Zubak, who scored 32 points last night, just yeah. a rookie here. So this is where it really starts to take. This is shape. where it starts to go wrong. This is real, yeah. The Moscow contract, I, I think. Because if you look at, man, oh man, like Clarkson, just in terms of could they help the Lakers right now? Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. Yeah, I think he could. Yeah, For sure. Ingram and Ingram, like the the stuff you gave up to get Anthony Davis, it was what it was. Yeah, you do that you ten had times to out do of ten. It. But Julius Randle, I'm trying to. What did they? What did they even get for Julius Randle? I don't even. Yeah, click. On, go. Yeah, go to his transactions. I'm I'm blanking. What did they get for Drew? Or random? It's where, where do we it's see? Some, it's it's somewhere toward the Let's like see. the bottom. Julius Randle traded from. I'm doing it the old-fashioned way with the power of Google. Um, oh no, he just signed. He just signed. He left the oh. Lakers. Signed. Signed with the Pelicans. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of tough. So you just lost. Like he wasn't the Julius Randle of last year, but you just lose him for nothing. That's they renounced him. They renounced yeah. him of all things. Okay. So this is okay. This is when they had this. They were about to get LeBron. Okay. Go back to the Lakers page. That's what I wanted to see. So, Julius Randle is renounced. He leaves for nothing. That's one asset out the door. Okay, go to the next year. This is the Lonzo Ball year, I believe. Yup, there he is. Oh, Andrew Lon- Bogut. Ooh. Okay, so Lonzo Ball is in. Mozgov is out along with D'Angelo Russell. Because they had to trade D'Angelo Russell, the number two pick from two years prior, to get off Mozgov's contract. Yep, that's and they bring... mastermind shit. That's true. You next level. You can only do that if your brain is functioning on a plane higher than the rest of us. Ten years ahead. The Lakers, they will be a dynasty 10 years from now, and they will reference the Mozgov contract. They will say Definitely. that moment shaped our, our franchise. Definitely. So we got Lonzo here. Lonzo's in. Russell is out, but you had to tie him to Mozgov. So, okay, Randall hasn't left yet. So, so, so Russell's the first one. Hold on. There we go. I could hear my voice for a second. I was about to tell me to shut the hell up, <laughs> but I can't hear me anymore. We're all good. What are you saying about Mozzie? Uh, they've got uh, they've got Gary Payton. Is that Gary Payton Jr.? Brooke Lopez? Um, no, because they're actually there's Gary Payton Jr. and there's Gary Payton the second. I don't. So I think that's the. What? Uh, 
I'm a hundred percent serious. Look, yeah, click on click on that. He should have a brother. Gary Payton the second. His oh, is that the same? Okay, I, but I, there is a Gary Payton Jr. that is not him. His, I'm a hundred percent certain of that. His nickname is the Mitten. What? The that's not good. Gary Payton. I'm only seeing the two here. Honestly, okay, Google it. I don't okay. know if he played in the NBA. There's a Gary Payton Jr. How old? What the hell? No, there's only Gary Payton okay. the second. Okay, I'm not. I'm not dying on. Go to Gary Payton, the original Gary Payton. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. I need to here see. we go. He has two sons. Thank you. Oh wow, vindicated, vindicated. Thank you. Oh my God, Gary Payton has two sons. <sighs> I beat the Gary Payton allegation. He, he named both of his sons Gary Payton Jr. What? I, I knew I remembered that. I knew I... Here we go. Yeah, so George Foreman, if you know George Foreman, the boxer, griller extraordinaire, he has five sons and they're all named George. <laughs> That's awesome. And <laughs> Gary Payton, let me see, scroll down a little bit. I think it's Jr. and then the second. Yeah, yeah, it is Junior in the second. Yeah, so, okay. Whew. Thought I was losing my mind there for a minute. Okay. Wait, okay. wait, Lance Stephenson is also... Wait, wait, Lance Stephenson, his father, who is also named Lance, just had a son, and Lance Lance Stephenson named his son Lance, L-A-N-T-Z. <laughs> With an N-T-Z. What is going on here? What is... It's chaos. It's wow. Why doesn't the doctor step in and say, I don't know if you want to do that? Yeah, I after like how many Georges and Georgette naming the, the, the girl Georgette, the doctor gotta say, I can't sign off on this. Yeah, man. I'm not gonna let you call your daughter Georgette for the joke, <laughs> man. Like, come on. I feel like I knew yeah, as as Chet said, Paul George's parents are named Paul and Paulette. Yeah, yeah, they said that yesterday. Yep. I, that's yep, pretty that's awesome. That's pretty strong. Uh um, that's very awesome. Okay, all right, all right, back to the lake. I just had to Whew. Back the Gary to Payton Jr. Be, be, okay, even then. Okay, so it's that Gary Payton. Now, he's not the Gary Payton that he, you know, is now helping for the Warriors, uh-huh. of course. But I'm guessing they lost him for nothing, too. Yeah. Uh, I, if I would have. I think it's safe to assume when it comes to the Lakers, pretty much everyone they've lost has been lost for nothing. It was lost. So Thomas Bryant, who just came back for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. I believe they lost him for nothing. So Kuzma, rookie Kuzma is there. Brooke Lopez, who they got back in the Nets trade, they lose. They just renounce him when LeBron. Okay, now go next year because next year is LeBron's first year. Bingo. So they just, you have Brooke Lopez, who has been a defender and three-point shooter as a center. You have LeBron coming. And they were just like, no thanks. Yeah, they say, and I mean, look at Brooke now. He's winning championships with Milwaukee. Yeah, they were doing, just like, Doing no the thanks. exact thing the Lakers need. <laughs> so that is D'Angelo Russell. That is Brooke Lopez. That's Gary Payton II. Let me see who else is still here. So Muscala still. Okay, this is the year they traded... Let's see who else? Okay, go next year. Next year, Zubak. Yeah, because Zubak is on the Clippers from here. But this is the, this is the AD year. And yeah, this, this is okay. This is kind of where I mean, before the rosters, they kind of like they had depth here, and now you can see it's like ten, ten it's less players. Bones, it's just bare bones now. 
like, and again, that's what I'm getting to. When you have to give up Russell to get off Mozgov, when you have to renounce Randall, you get nothing for him. Again, Gary Pay, it, he's almost hard to count because it took like years and years for him to come up. Yeah. Player. But Brooke Lopez, you renounce, he walks for nothing. Zubak, they traded for, who is it here? Um, Somebody. Oh, that, I don't, they just. That, it was probably. Um... It was like Michael. It was like Mike Muscala, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so they might have been. They might have gotten um Markeith Morris too. It looks like, or no? Did, okay, yeah, they signed well, they him. Yeah, him. They yeah, got they him, but they, him. yeah, they 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 signed uh Morris because he got bought out. Yeah. So Zubak for nothing. So then you get to this team. Is this the this is the championship team, right? Yes. Okay, this it is the championship finished, Wait, finished first in the West. Yep, NBA champions, yep. Yeah, and that's the bubble year. Okay, so even then, you've got the depth of Bradley a couple years. I don't even think he played in the bubble, though. But Caldwell Pope was good depth. Caruso was good depth. You've got AD. Danny Green was good depth. Horton Tucker was a rookie. Dwight was good depth. JaVale McGee, Morris off the bench. Rondo, like, those guys were solid depth. Yeah. The okay. Raiders... Yeah, a, literally a championship team. Okay, give me the next season. All right. Here we go. Boom. So this is... And even less players this time. This is this getting is, okay, yeah. less This is less. last year. This is last year. Okay. So they got cute. Got cute. In comes Mark Gasol. Out goes Dwight Howard. In comes Montrez Harrell. Out goes JaVale McGee. So the the tried and true, this is where they're already starting to tweak. Like what's yep yep tweaking this, the, the which which one of our bad players is the the problem here? Let's find yeah. a different bad player to fill that role. Also, you'll see Dennis Schroeder here. Yep, Bet Dennis Schroeder. Dennis, this is before then even Dennis Schroeder. They got for Danny Green, and a first round pick. The first round pick, uh, and I think it became Jaden McDaniels. Uh, so they traded that. They traded Danny Green, who started for a number one seed Philly team, like, like still mm-hmm. a solid player they could use, and a first round pick for one year of Dennis Schroeder. So again, this is where they're turning multiple assets into one, and they're also letting assets walk. This is like you, you can't do this. This is unsustainable. I, I don't. Um, I don't understand. Like what. What we've seen every year for like the last two years here is they've like pretty much deleted five players from the roster, but not replaced them with anything. So event- like that's a, yeah. Eventually, it's just gonna be ten players on the roster. Like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> like that's and that's the thing when you legit when you renounce like the Randall and you have to trade somebody to get off something or you give away Zubat. That's not it. It's like, hey, well, at least they traded him for like some future second rounders, which they turned into a bench player or a trade exception, which they they get nothing. Yeah, no, they're like they, adding yeah, first. Did, diddly. <laughs> they get absolute diddly. And again, Wolfgang makes a great point. Imagine if Schroeder did take that 80 million. They still stink right now. And now it's just Schroeder <laughs> just makes 20 million dollars. I almost wish he would have done that. I would have liked to see the what they would have done better. then. It would have been funny then. Much okay. <laughs> Next year, which should bring us up to current. Yep. Yeah. So now we are current. What? Yeah. Russell Westbrook is in because Caldwell Pope is out. Kuzma is out. 
Harrell is out. Was that the three they trade? Yeah, those three. Caruso. Oh yeah, Caruso. he's yeah. He went for them. Caruso again. They could have resigned, chose not. So Caruso leaves for nothing. That, so they, again, they really regret that one. I guarantee that's maybe one of the biggest regrets of the offseason. They did. They did it for money. I like that's like... what. That's what. They did it for money. They're 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 a poverty organization. Yeah, the Lakers, um, as we all know, I mean, they're a struggling franchise. Not even that story. They don't really have the nope. funds for free agents, players, anything. I mean, did you see yeah. the person who Cryptos.com sponsors the arena? They got hacked mm-hmm. for $35 million. No, yeah. that's a bad sign. Yeah, man. yeah. So that's a very bad sign for the it has a, Oh, that's bad news, school. They haven't <laughs> been there like a month. Yeah, um, not good. Yeah, uh, two things in the chat. One, like Patty said, not only did they like dump Caruso for nothing, they renounced Schroeder because they had to make money to trade for Westbrook. So again, that's just another asset, just nothing. And I mean, they're gonna Buddy. they're gonna get rid of Westbrook for nothing. The writing's on the already on the wall there. Yeah. So <laughs> like again, you keep like it's feel like every year you trade two for one, and then you just let like one one. I mean, then you did three for one this year because you brought in uh, Mello and Monk and Bradley's back and Wayne Ellington and DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, who the Nets. Yeah, the just, Nets said we're like, all the good. Nets, the Nets traded four second round picks to get off DeAndre Jordan, and he was starting for the Lakers this year. Austin Re- Kent Bazemore was the answer, brother. <laughs> he, like, what are we doing here, man? Siku Dumbia is on a two way. Kendrick Nunn down there he hasn't played yet. I, I, I don't think he's played yet. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, looking at this roster, who's going to be on it next year? What is it going to look like next year? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's. Show me. Uh, give me the Lakers salary cap. We'll tell. We, we can figure that out right here and now. Since nine of these people are going to be new anyway. Uh, also, oh yeah, there was something else. Uh, I think Aldo said, said uh, he's going to laugh when the Lakers sign another star in a couple of years. Listen, probably, but right now they are in the bricks, man. Oh my God! Next year they've got Russell Westbrook base salary forty seven million. That's nasty. Their highest paid player will be Russell Westbrook. Um, LeBron, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn, and Austin Reeves. Those are the only contracts for next okay. year. Okay, so scroll all those ca- all those are the guys that are gonna be gone. Yeah. Melo, Ariza, Baysmore, Ellington, Dwight, all the those are the guys. So again, they're gonna have to replace again nine players around five players who make 130 million. I don't know. They're just gonna. They're just. They're just gonna be like, okay, we have to replace dog shit. We need to find a different bag of we, dog shit. We need to find a different. We need to find. We squirrel shit. If we can find some squirrel <laughs> yeah. shit to replace the dog shit. Um, and the thing, this, like, this wasn't hindsight at the time. Uh, sir, I'll, I'll ask, but also, can you search for what was the proposed Buddy Hill? It was like Kuzma. And Harold for Buddy Hill. Does anybody remember? Because it was almost it. It seemed like Buddy Hill thought he was going to L.A. Demar Derozan thought he was going to L.A. Uh, uh, Lakers. Yeah, that's near trade to Lakers and off season not weighing on Buddy Hill. 
um, in exchange for Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell. Okay. They're, okay. So, okay. If they traded Kuzma and Montrez Harrell for Buddy Hill, they'd have Buddy Hill right now, which would be pretty good. Yep. He's cheaper than Westbrook, so you can keep Caruso. So you're like you're keeping him. Schroeder, I don't know. I, I don't know. But even even if you, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what you do with Schroeder. I'm just I'm just floored that someone thought that Russell Westbrook to L.A. was the thing that should be done. This, LeBron James thought it. Like this is his. This might be his worst move by far. This is why is. people say like, "Oh, LeBron should be a coach after he retires." LeBron, no, when LeBron retires, he is going to post like from the pool on Instagram every day. Like he, oh, he can't coach. He can't manage. He can't GM. He he stinks outside of playing basketball. Yeah, like, it's. Like Joe says, if you're a Lakers fan, would you really have the bubble ja- the bubble championship or the roster with Randall, Russell, Ingram, Ball, Kuzma, Caruso? My point, you take the championship 100%. You, if you win a championship, it's fine. My point is they gave up a lot for nothing. Like the Anthony Davis trade, that was for the championship. Yeah. The the stuff around it, that was a lot just, like guys just leaving for that was just incompetent. That was just moving parts for the sake of moving parts, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. As Dylan pointed out, I forgot. So you bring in Buddy Hield. So now you have Buddy Hield. You get to keep KCP. You're not trading him. You get to keep Caruso, and probably still cheaper than Westbrook. Then you have AD. Then you have LeBron. It's like it just again, if you get anything for Schroeder, or if you just bring Schroeder off the bench, like. And still have him just coming off the bench. It's like, hey, you couldn't find any money. You couldn't find eighty million. You want to just try it again? Um, <laughs> yeah, like you take you take the ring all day, even if it may. Some are saying it's a Mickey Mouse ring. I didn't say that, but some are saying it's a Mickey uh, Mouse I, ring. I I would say it's a Mickey Mouse ring. Some I mean, say it's a Mickey Mouse ring. I mean, look at who um, they were playing against. I mean, that's a Mickey Mouse team. <laughs> so you take the title, hundred percent. But it just it just didn't have to be. I guess that's my point. It just didn't have to be this way. Yeah, it, it didn't have to be this way. They didn't have to be in the spot where they're only three players on the roster were all making f- almost fifty million a piece. Yeah, like say <laughs> they. I think Dwight got a big all like the Gasol. I, I thought the Gasol one would work out. Harold not working out. Hmm. Yeah, I. But I did. I did think Mark Gasol as a backup. I thought he would work out. Yeah, he he was just I guess cooked. His whole body like fell apart the second he got to L.A. Hmm. He was just slow. Yeah, so I I get, but again, that's the point when you keep turning over your roster every single year. Like Javel McGee is giving great minutes for Phoenix right now. You think he like he seemed just content to just keep coming off the bench for a winner? And yeah, I it's, like it's I a very weird choice, very weird choice. Uh, Randall wouldn't have resigned for any reason. I'm t- I'm like sign and trade or whatever. If it's signing and it benefits him like more money a year, they'll sign and trade to go to anywhere. Turnover for the sake of turnover is not a good thing ever. Yeah, that's uh, and it definitely wasn't an upgrade. Like, how many years back in Russell Westbrook's career would you have to go for this to have been a good trade? <laughs> I mean. Like, like, yeah. Give me his uh his bass. I want to see the, like the stats. His stats, okay. Yeah. How? How? Like, how many years? Like, is last let's year in Oklahoma City like? 
Let's see, old Russ. Good old. It worked out for the Lakers because it always does. Hey, listen, it does, but the point is, like, in the in between, it's nasty, man. All right. In the in between, you got to watch a lot of Austin Reeves. I mean, if he knows how to fill the stat sheet, unlike anybody else. Yeah. Okay. So what's the like? What's the last year they could justify trading three? And basically, like they let Caruso go for the like basically four and like basically five players. Um, I would say well, like his last year in OKC wasn't really his best year. He he scores thirty one. That was the league the league leading in that was, sixteen yeah. seventeen. These triple doubles are preposterous. You had to have gotten him before he went to Washington, like. I would even say, like, because the, the Houston year, they had to trade Capella and tweak things to get him right. Also, uh, never forget Daryl Morey and the Rockets traded Clint Capella for Russell Westbrook to play 17 more games <laughs> uh, as a Houston Rocket I mean, and then traded a first-round pick to get off him to get John Wall. We might have to give Daryl Morey some time on here. He is, he's apparently... Oh, it, <laughs> the, the second the trade deadline passes... Uh, yeah, now we we'll wait for Jam to get because I know Jam got some Daryl Morey slander. That guy's a trickster. <laughs> he is something else. Um, but yeah, they could just have also DeRozan. Yeah, they could have had DeRozan like, at one point. It, too. Yeah, it was talked like I, I wonder if they could have signed DeRozan and then still traded for Buddy Hill. Yeah, I don't know how the money would have worked there. I don't, but it's. I don't know. Russ makes so much money. I feel, I feel just, like anything. There's just no. There's no world to me where the Lakers getting Russell Westbrook was ever a good idea. Like ever. No. And I think that's the. I'll ask you in the chat. So that was never gonna work out. No. Never. Period. Never. So, but but if LeBron comes to you, LeBron's like, yeah, dog, this is what I want, dog. Does Palenka just have to roll with it because he's LeBron? Or at what point does Palenka say, man, I, I can't, in good faith, I cannot do this deal. I cannot do that. I, th- I cannot trade three, basically four and five rotation members for this particular. Like, if you're talking about trading four or five rotation members to get uh, James Hart, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, that's one thing. <laughs> To get Russell Westbrook in his 30s? A smart GM would have told LeBron, um, let's just go back to the pool, LeBron. (laughs) Here's a bottle of wine. Yeah, have another drink, my friend. Uh, I I forgot, yeah, Dusty Wolves uh, and Robert Covington at center. They switched the whole shit around. He probably, I mean, we have to, we need to ask Rob Palenka what time of day LeBron texted him with this idea. Because if it was like mm. after the sun went down, I mean, mm. LeBron was liable to have a few cocktails in him. Oh, a glass of wine? Glass of red wine? LeBron James? He'll drink it. That makes Russell Westbrook um, sound very enticing after a glass see, okay, of I'm wine. Saying, says he doesn't have the stature to say no to Braun. You're giving Palenka way too much credit. That's why, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, can he even say, even if he knows in his heart, he's like, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. If LeBron's like, get me Russell Westbrook. I don't know. It just feels like a, like a, a Frank. If y'all going to fire me anyway, I'm going to go out coaching the way I want to coach. Like, can take <laughs> the bread that fell from heaven. Uh, and then immediately trade him for Russell Westbrook, who is not bread. 
from Evan. Um, here we go. We got a we got a full quote here. Uh oh. Uh, I guess I'll start as off as I often do with a story. I would venture to guess there's people in the room that are familiar with the stories in the Book of Genesis. Definitely. <laughs> Suddenly, all all the bread came down from heaven. That's kind of what it feels like today for to have KCP join Rob Palinka. That is awesome. And then immediately trade him for Russell Westbrook. Um, that's pretty cool. What team needs Russell Westbrook right now? That oof. Um, Gonzaga, the um, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Listen, Philly fans would hate. I know that's why Russell. I need him to go there. That's why I need him to go there. I want that. To and happen. he would he would hate them right back. Um, um dude, just imagine imagine instead of instead of um Tyrese Maxey 14 points here plus 21. It's Russ with 14 <laughs> points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, minus 30. I mean, nine turnovers on 6 for 22 shooting. Embiid only gets 15 shots. Who would you rather have? It's an easy choice for me. That's tough. The thun would the th- I think even the Thunder I think would be like we're all set, man. Yeah, no, I don't think the Thunder would want they the the only reason the Thunder would want him back is like a ticket sales thing. Like ah, we stink. We'll sell tickets with Russ coming back. I, but would they? I feel like we saw you for ten years. We're we're good. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You saw how Cam Newton went with uh Carolina. Yeah, that, that was, we see how well you see how well that worked out. Well, uh, on the field it didn't go good, but financially, I mean, they probably got a little, a little, little, little scratch little boost, in the pocket. Uh, there. Little, little payola. Uh, feeling, feeling good after that one. Feeling good after that. That said, one. Go signing. to the uh, the quote about Westbrook getting benched. Yeah, if you can, um, we'll take a break here in a second. But yeah, here we go. Apart from his offensive struggles, oh, here we go. no, no, yeah, uh, yeah, it was perfect. Westbrook failed to execute on the defensive end. The final straw pushing the staff to honor their instinct to bench him was when Karis LeVert blew by Westbrook on a defense on defense for a layup with seven minutes thirteen seconds left. The coaching staff had repeatedly emphasized the scouting report to take away LeVert's right hand, and Westbrook guarding LeVert at the top of the key one on one didn't angle himself properly to thwart the drive. And allowed Levert easy access to the paint. I mean, if route to the hoop, if we're benching, if we're benching Russell Westbrook for not following the scouting report, I mean, <laughs> he's as good as gone off the team. Like, yeah, like what? Uh... <laughs> like, what is going on here? Like, end the charade. Right, like when is this? I, I feel like this would have to be like a like if Tibbs was coaching Russell, he would have just pulled him from the rotation like Kimba, right? Oh yeah, yeah, he would. Like even Tibbs would have just been like, yeah, we're not putting up. We're not putting up with that. Uh, the same Philly fans that dump popcorn on Russ in June. Yeah, that would be love at first sight. That would definitely. What else do we have in this quote if so, here? Wolf Gains, if oh. OKC trades Shea for assets, what the hell is the, what, what do they have now? They got nothing but assets. So Westbrook had already vacated the locker room by the time his teammates were finished showering, sources said, foregoing any post-game discussion with the team. I mean, it looks like him and Frank Frank Vogel might be sharing a, a cab after Friday's game. <laughs> it's uh, I think is it one I think it's one more quote. Go over one more, I think. Oh, 
Yeah, there we go. The coaching staff have been debating whether to pull Westbrook from late game situation for weeks. Sources said, but always refrained because of worries about the lasting impact on Westbrook's psyche. What what do they think? What does the source within? Obviously, the sources within the team. So they didn't. Oh, it's Kurt Rambis. Yeah. They okay. So they didn't want to bench him because of his psyche for all these weeks. But now that they've done it, they go to the the media and they're like, <laughs> "This man That's stinks. He sunk so I, long." I start to wonder: I, Are people just afraid of Russell Westbrook? I think they're just afraid of him. Yeah, they must be. But I mean, like, he doesn't seem scary. Like, he seems. Yeah, like he I don't... seems honest. I think they fear honesty. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the like I don't think he would like it but again he was bench last and he just didn't talk like that doesn't if he talked and was like sour and all that then yeah, yeah. that's I'm worried about his psyche um what are you not worried about his psyche when he's just like dropping the ball as he goes to lay it up yeah, like he's just letting guys blow right by him, like you said. Yeah, like, like you, his psyche. I think I think they're scared of. I think they're afraid of Russell, of Russell Westbrook. I think that's. And like this, I feel like that's what this comes down to. You think Scott Bro- Scott Brooks was the first NBA coach Russell Westbrook ever had? You think he was ever like, "Hey, Russell, get the lead out, man, get your ass back up." You think Scott Brooks ever said that one time to Russell no. Westbrook? Maybe that's why they want to fire Vogel. <laughs> Maybe they think Vogel's too much of a pushover to coach this team mm. about. Isn't that every? It's like every first coach LeBron ever has is too much of a push. I think yeah. I don't know. No, I think LeBron wants the pushovers actually. Well, it's he. I think he wants it till he gets it, and then he's like, oh, "Okay, I need somebody to stand up to me." Yeah. Like, apparently, Ty Lue told him and Kevin Love to like get back in transition, and LeBron was like, "I respect that guy." So that's, that's I, all it takes. That's all it takes to get LeBron's respect. Get back on transition. What, I, get back on D. Like what? What do like? If Vogel came in, there was like, "Hey, like I might be fired next week." Hey, Russ, you're coming off the bench. You're playing 20 minutes a game. What do we think Russell Westbrook does? I I would like, think he like, he probably plays better in those 20 minutes. Think, like and I like I don't, but I don't think it's like a oh man, he said that and he left the stadium like a uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, he refused to check in like Christian Wood. I feel like he would just. I feel like he would just play the 20 minute. Like, I don't know. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy. Like that's when yeah. He, that's, we've yeah. seen him mad so many times. And what does he do when he's mad? He plays harder. Like, yeah. So I, I just don't see him being like a, oh my God, I'm going to tear this team apart from the inside. Yeah, that's, I, just, I just, I don't think that's his character. I think we've, we've seen him for 10, 50, probably close to 15 years now. Yeah, I mean, as someone in chat said, he's going to shoot 30 shots in those 20 minutes. Hey. He already do it. Like he did. They, they didn't bring him not to shoot. Why'd they bring him? Right. You didn't get Russell Westbrook to be like, okay, we got to limit your shots. We got to limit your touches. Yeah. Like We have to change everything that makes you Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we want a Russ. We want Russell Westbrook without all the Russ Westbrook things that. He yeah, does. if we, we get a, just a little less Russell Westbrook in there, um, <laughs> maybe you- that would be great. What does that solve? What are their other? What there? I mean, there are, if they can't move him off the roster, then you have to max. Like LeBron James is your best player. You have to maximize things around him. He's maximized when the ball is in his hand. When he has spacing around him. When he has defenders around him, Russell Westbrook is none of that. 
So if it was like, hey, when LeBron comes out, rush, you go crazy. Right. I, like it's your it take every single shot in the world. I um, I don't understand why I they don't already do that. Like why doesn't it they why don't they just swap like LeBron comes out, he needs a rest, they put Russ out, and then if Russ is playing bad, just put LeBron back out there. Like Yeah, like I don't because again, if you're vote at this point, it's like, hey man, like I don't unless he's trying to just save some not burn the brick. He needs the Russell Westbrook connection. And yeah. again, Russell Westbrook makes like 45 million and 45 million next year. I don't think he's really concerned with the I yeah the I, Frank Vogel. I don't think Russ will care at all because he's at the point where he's made so much money. He's played so many minutes. He at this point, he will just do what he's told, I feel like. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he's got a I don't know. I was gonna say I feel like he gets a rap as uncoachable, but yeah, when you tell somebody like, hey, do not let Karis Levert go right, and he's like, got you. And it just immediately lets Karis Levert go right. It's it, that's um, telling you something. <laughs> that's telling you something. He doesn't respect you. Like when a guy bla- when someone blatantly disrespects you to your face right after you told them not to do something, that just means He doesn't respect them. Don't respect you. That's mm-hmm. that's just what they're saying. But like, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know what they do here. It feels like they've 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 dug themselves into a very deep hole and then they just started like piling the dirt on top of themselves somehow. Yeah, because again, like you can pull that. It it just feels like a card you pull like you have to pull that. And hey, in the four minutes, Russ was out. They went on a 12 to two run, closed out the game. Westbrook had no choice but to be like, hey, you know, they closed the game. They got the win. That law. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the, uh, let's go to the, I want to go to the play by play. I said he didn't play the last four minutes. I want to see what happened the last four minutes All right. of Lakers Pacers. And then we will, uh, we'll, we'll jump to a quick break. I just want to see the, the play by, Oh, we got a short slate tonight. Yeah. A little shorty. Short, short slate tonight. Right. Play okay. by we'll, play. We'll cope. Yeah. Give me the fourth quarter about whenever it says like Westbrook checks out. It was like around four minutes. They said, Around four minutes. Let's see. Where are you, Russ? He's missing shots. Yeah, he's somewhere. Oh, there there it is. Four minutes, 28 seconds. No, no, wait. That's first quarter. That's first quarter. Oh, is it? My bad. Hold on. Close this. There we go. Personal foul. Okay, there it is. Malik Monk. Three minutes, 52 seconds left okay, in the game. Okay, there we go. So it is 101 to 94. And the Lakers are losing, right? Yep, yep. Lakers okay. are losing. Yeah, so Laker, Lakers are down seven. Westbrook is out. So, okay, cut it to five. Sabonis three-point shot. <laughs> Malik Monk layup. Karis LeVert three-point shot. Braun misses a three. Karis Levert, like this is the Pacers aren't missing. There's no defense being played here. Yeah, I'm I mean the Lakers are the Lakers are bottom of the league defensively this year. They're like 28th in the league. Oh no. Jesus, are they that bad? No, no, no. They, they, I got them mixed up. Their offense, their offense is bottom of the league. Okay, the that's de- I was just defense saying, yeah. is like tenth, my bad. But I mean well, either yeah. Well that's a worse sign when you're just giving up back to back like three to the three, sixteen two, and twenty-nine pacers. To the pacers. And you're supposed to be a defensive team. Pacers. Tory Craig blocks LeBron. Bron gets it back. Foul hits the two free throws. But the Pacers get the ball back. Another jumper. 
Taylor Horton Tucker, the Pacers finally miss with 24 seconds left. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Russ left down seven. It was a 101 to 94, right? Yes. Yeah, and they just, the Pacers, <laughs> Pacers missed like two shots in the final four minutes. So if I'm Russell Westbrook, that's what would piss me off. Yeah, I would be like, you guys pulled me and it didn't make a difference, but you're acting like it did something. You're acting yeah, this like was something my fault. changed. Like, oh, it's my when I, fault. <laughs> when I left, y'all was down seven and you end up losing by seven. Seven. Because Braun made a, a cheap layup at that with four seconds. Yeah, driving layup. Um, Probably nobody so, even guarding him. Yeah, that's where it's like I, I'd worry about their uh, his psyche. Or whatever. It's like, yeah, no. Nah, listen, we had we had one chance to bench him, and we needed it to work. It didn't work, and we didn't lose to the. It wasn't the butt. Like, hey man, Giannis went crazy. We lost. We lost to the Pacers at home. You know what this was? This was literally Vogel's last stand. He benches. He benches Westbrook. <laughs> it doesn't fix it. He, it did not work. He can't. What he can't. He's got nothing left to fall back on. He tried to bench he, Russ. No. He's got That's, nothing left. It's over for him. It's over for it's him. It's not. He might not be at the next show. By the, um, dude, by the end, I'm, I'm by the end of January, he's gone, guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. Oh, and by I don't even think you can find anybody to take those odds. Uh, that's a lock. And but and then, so they got Magic next. If they lose to the Magic, like you said yesterday, he's gone. Gone. No, he's done. He's done. Okay, let's uh. Yeah, let's stop it right there. Let's take a 10-minute a, a break. Everybody get their bearings. You probably got an email or something you got to send or you got to eat your lunch or type your spreadsheet, whatever it is you do. Um, so we'll take a quick 10-minute. We'll meet you on the other side of that. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Top of the hour. Top of the hour. Top of the hour. Um. Of the quarterback tier show. No, we're going to talk. I promise you. No, like, I'm not even, I'm going to stop bringing it up. We're not, def, definitely not going to talk quarterback It's tiers. tempting you. I can tell it's tempting you. There's People there's... say people saying it and people talking. <laughs> yeah, they keep, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, they keep asking for it. You know, I'm, I'm, we've been, we've been ordered, we've been ordered to lay off the tier, lay off the quarterbacks. The, the quarterback needs to stand in right off screen with a pistol at me if I talk quarterback to you. They said they uh, were they were hit up by the quarterbacks themselves. <laughs> they said mm-hmm. keep our names out of your goddamn mouths. That's exactly yeah. So I'm. Oh, chat's I telling say, me I that okay. Derrick Henry is getting activated tomorrow. Put oh, all baby all your money on the Titans to win. Oh baby, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but look at. This is I, I don't think I've ever seen this before. Yeah, um, yeah, this video is absolutely This is something yeah, just let this run for the people who haven't seen this. Just us now live in Dunbar and Tori, they're not seeing any flakes but wet roads and now we're starting out. to experience they need to get full unfortunately in freeze thaw. We see this oh, yeah. water main breaks. Hit by a car, but I'm okay. I'm gonna run it back. Run it back. Freeze thaw. We see this. Water oh my breaks. lord. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay. Tim, that's the first um, for you. Okay. TV, Jory. Woo. We're all good. <laughs> he said I'm that's the okay. first yeah, for you. Know you. He's way too calm. Good. He doesn't I care at all. I hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. You're okay. Yep. We're all good. 
This is uh... oh. so getting off what? the ground it's with the camera. Are you sure you're yeah. Ready? We're good, Tim. Ma'am, we're good. You are so sweet, and you are okay. It is all good. You know, it's I, not. <laughs> oh Lord, she said you're so, so you sweet. Are. You know, it's my yeah. Last they don't. Week on they the don't know. I just I got hit by a car. Yes, we so do. You, were so to me, Tim. you have a tire track on your chair. Where you hit up high? I couldn't really tell from the looking. Oh. At he said, "Where were you hit by the car?" I, I, I don't even. Do you know everywhere. It hit me everywhere. I don't even know. It ran me over. My whole life just flashed before my eyes. But this is live TV, and everything's okay. I thought I was in a safe spot, but clearly, we might need to move the camera over a bit yeah. so let me do that clearly i'm bleeding inside my now, chest just to set the stage oh, you know, for you once again tori's in an area right now where he's literally trying not so to there smile are emergency vehicles around there and a lot of times what we have seen in those kind of situations yeah. are in when emergency vehicles are around there's a lot of confusion from people about drivers about where to go <laughs> a lot so of it's confusion. possible people get distracted a little bit and, yeah Sorry, you didn't even see. Oh the car God, that woman! That woman was so nice, though. Dude, yeah. he, this guy might be a she murderer. She didn't mean to. It was an accident. I know it was. He, I'm okay. Do we think he sent the car? But again, Tim, we're, we'll get planned. back to the report, he right? It. We're all rocks a lot of hillside. She said she was leaving in a week. This is where that water man. Yeah, like Ben said, he seems disappointed. He's Sometimes like, are you sure in you're cold uh, Megan Hannah's with you're not bleeding inside your chest or nothing. Let's let's run that back. What he said. Are you sure you're good? And when emergency vehicles are around. There's a lot of confusion from people about drivers about He's where like to go. He's trying to like so it's make it okay. He's justifying it. Yeah. You were so standing you a little oh, bit that in that the woman, road. That woman was uh, so nice though. Yeah. She didn't mean to. It was an accident. I know it was. He mansplained okay. her getting hit by a car. That's exactly. But again, Tim, we're, we're that's exactly. Report, I mean, if you we're on rocks, when the car swerves, this is where that water main break is, and yeah. this is what happens. He's just like, Sometimes you in these cold weather, she has got like water. thousand yards there. She said that I can't say for sure it's from the cold weather. She just got they hit can again. Say that. Uh, it, it could be a possibility just due to those extreme temperatures dropping and kind of swinging something. She just starts seat. bleeding out of her so ears far, just during just the report. Uh, clearly, you know, roads are a little slick and uh, it's a little. She got hit. That car was not like. Go no. back to the part where she got hit by the car, uh, if you can. Yeah, I mean, it, that it, car was not creeping and a creeping and a creeping. Fortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. Oh, oh it sped up. It sped up. It literally sped up. That, that, that was a hit. That was a hit. freeze thaw. We see this. That was a hit. Breaks. Gas. That's a hit. They literally hit the gas, and he doesn't even react. He's just like, okay. He didn't. Like he didn't watch out. He didn't. No, Susan. He was just like. He had so much time to warn her. He was just like, oh man, is that about to happen? Ooh, he's like laughing. Yeah. You're okay. We're he was like, if you back up, you could this probably is, uh, get. That. You know what? It's uh, one sure woman band. Okay, We're good, Tim. Man, we are not so good. And you are okay. It is there is not good. a chance you know, I'm I, getting up off that ground. No, I'm making so you, them. The ambulance you know, that's down the road is coming to pick me up. Are you like? I would. It would just be me and my microphone just on the ground, just like this. Yeah, I would be like. I cannot feel. Oh my god! Let me pull up. I got the perfect picture for that. I got the. I am not okay. I am definitely not okay. Look at look at this. This is this is how you're gonna be. This is exactly how you're gonna be right here, sitting in That's the exactly ring, it. right here. Just sitting yep. there, 
right there. <laughs> just battered exact, bruised, yeah. cast on the leg, just like Connor. <laughs> and the reporter's just going to be laid down there with me. Uh, exactly. Oh my god, dude. I yeah, mean, <laughs> she, she apologized more than the lady that hit her. Yeah, I, even, I mean, the lady that... She, the lady hits... She asked the lady who hit her with her car, where did you hit me? But this is live TV. Because he's like, I paid you to run her over. He was going for ratings, man. He was like, it was camera rolls at all times. He's like looking at the second screen, like verifying. He's like, man, can she back up and run her over again or something? Come on. I mean, also, I feel like nobody shrieked or anything in the background. Yeah, no one, no one was like, "Oh my God, look out!" Yeah, nobody like I felt that like that's kind of a startling thing to see. Do, do, do they have her? She's like in the dark on the road alone in the middle of the night. Doing yeah, this? I don't think she. <laughs> she doesn't have anyone yeah. else. She picked up the camera herself. Yeah, I was, I, that's what I was. I was like, "There's no camera person out there. It, she's solo." She's just, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I definitely think, she said she had a week left on the job. This is like when... The, oh! They definitely tried to kill her. This is like when a cop that knows too much is set to retire. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. That's, that's, that's me and my Eleanor. I got two weeks off, then we're uh, we're cruising the South Pacific. I'm out of this, this shit hole. I've been here 32 years. That's crazy. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, Clayton S says in the chat, uh, Tim on 9-11, like, did the towers get hit high or low? <laughs> I mean, he's just, he almost watched his coworker die and was like, that yeah, can happen. Uh, That'll happen, do you? Jesus. Tim was like, so so when, we, when you say President Kennedy got shot in the head, what <laughs> But was is he dead? Is he still talking? What are we thinking? Yeah, what are we? What are what are his thoughts on it? Do you um, mean the front or the back of the head? The front, high or low? <laughs> Did he get hit high or low? I mean, dude. Uh, that, I mean, the car sped up. It sped up. That's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's that's scared <laughs> businessman. He doesn't <clears throat> even. Re he just does a little blink. He's just like. Well, that's the scarier part. He's just like, hmm. <laughs> Shouldn't have been in the street, bitch. Uh, <laughs> she said, I just got hit by a car. And he goes, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was wondering what that was that ran your ass up. Uh, He's like, that looked like a car. That did look like a car, but I was not sure. <laughs> yeah. Like Hammer says, I, would, I felt like I would just be free. I'd be like, oh, my God. A car just, oh, my God. Yeah. Are you are you dead? Are you okay? Stay down. I mean, one they they didn't even cut the video after she gets yeah, hit they, by a car. Yeah, they just they were just like, listen, if she dies, she dies. Like, uh, what if she's like a screaming on the ground, like, oh, I'm not oh, my leg, my leg. Are they gonna keep rolling? He's like, is your leg? Is it broken? What is it? All right, can did, you walk? Is it broke high? Is it broke low? <laughs> is uh, it fractured or is it a clean you, break? <laughs> yeah, what the... They said the president got shot at the plate. Did Wilkes Booth hit him high or low? Like, what are we thinking? Where did he Where did he, where did he? he clip him? I mean, Jesus, Jesus. Christ. I nah, mean, that's, that's tough. Props to her. I mean, she takes <laughs> the bump like a champ. She says that... She, she almost instantly she turns to the person that hit her with the car and goes, "You're so sweet." <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely like a sign of like head injury. She just, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can't, we can't see, but if the camera was behind yeah, he, her, there's blood back there. He <laughs> said he furrowed his brow. He was really like, "Whoo, <laughs> ooh, that's tough, mama." Uh, 
He's like, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> he's... <laughs> Imagine he's just like, whoop, I'm glad that wasn't me. <laughs> glad I'm sitting here in the studio. You're out uh, getting hit by uh, GMCs. Awfully warm in the studio today, Sarah. (laughs) Could be me. I mean, they're they're canceling school due to the weather at the bottom while she gets hit by a car. So, also, like, thousands of kids seeing this. Kids are just, you looking at the bottom, looking at the bottom, looking at the bottom. And you just see a woman get hit by a car, and he's just like, ooh, tough break. uh, yeah, I can't imagine like seeing this. Um, like who who saw this normally and was like, oh, I got, I'm not putting this on Twitter right away. <laughs> yeah, this is sick. They will like this. Uh, oh my! Give me the uh, <laughs> the hallucination thing. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't even have a transition. Um, Hallucinations for a hundred grand. A hundred. Before we even start, because I feel like some people probably know like the effect. Some people probably don't. Yeah. So I think it will. Yeah, thirty days in the dark, no human contact, and he would get a hundred thousand dollars. How many people in a show of hands? Who in there? Who in here thinks they could get through that? Scoob, you you taking that bet? I okay. Also, I have to say, in this version of the bet. If he doesn't make it, he has to pay a hundred. So there's oh, also like, oh. he's, yeah, he got he's got some skin on the line too. Okay, it's not just well, if it's I'm, not just easy money. If I have to pay the hundred k, I'm doing it no matter what. Like, yeah, you got to right. Like, yeah, you're here now. Like, you got to do it. But if if there's no hundred k on the line and it's just me having to do this, I think I'm probably going insane. Like four days in and like <laughs> throwing myself out of the window for light. Like there's no way I'm there's no I'm I'm honest there's no way I'm making it through this. Let me see, scroll because this is this was wildly fascinating. Um, let me see. I'm trying to find the here. Okay, yeah. So they're they're both poker players. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're both probably bad guys. You know what I mean? But they agreed on a price a hundred thousand that he'd hand over the money if he could last thirty days in a soundproof. Oh, I forgot the soundproof. You would definitely lose your oh, mind. Oh, soundproof. You would, oh, you would lose sound, your mind so fast. Soundproof with no light. He would be delivered food from a local restaurant, but the meals would come at irregular intervals to keep him from keeping, to prevent him from keeping track of time. There would be no TV, no radio, no phone, no access to the outside world, but he would be allowed some comforts, a yoga mat, a resistance band, a massage ball, uh, appropriately for a bathroom, uh, lavender essential oils, as well as a salt and sugar scrub. If he failed, he would have to pay $100,000. I mean, okay. I, would, I would go absolutely insane with soundproof. So, <laughs> That's like torture. That's actually torture. It's literal torture. Uh, I'm looking in the chat now. I'm seeing some easily yes Anyone that, that says yes is lying. They're lying. They're lying. What's that hat man showing up day three? He he might show up day two, man. I feel like I feel like everybody in here would get through like one day and be like, man, that was not that bad. Like it was a little weird, but I'm getting three square meals a day. It's boring, but, but yeah. and by day two or day three, you have pulled every single hair 
out of your body. On on the second day when you're trying to wonder what time it is, and then you realize you remember the meals are coming at a different time today. That's when you, you would go insane. I, like that's the. What moment. would really like if they just like brought you a meal? You don't know what time it is, and then really just to mess with you. Two hours later, they just bring you another full dinner, and oh, it's like, what the fuck, like, man, dude, yeah, there's no rules. They could bring you the meals whenever they want. Like, that's what I'm saying. They could just bring you like an hour apart. They could bring you three full meals and be like, man, I can't even. I don't want to eat. Like, uh, you can't eat French fries that just set out for like 24 hours. Like, they they go dead after like five minutes. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I. I think I don't. I think everyone in chat's definitely lying. I, I don't think no one. They're for sure lying. Everyone's experience with being in the dark is just like okay. I turn the lights <laughs> off and go to bed. Like no, right. nobody right. in this chat has actually experienced like true pitch black dark. It's <laughs> it says um, let me say he consulted a psychologist. He said even if he lasts for thirty days. It will be extremely taxing on his mental health for the short and potentially long term. So it might. It's not even like, OK, it'll mess me up for a little bit, but I'll get back. You might not ever get back. Like I, I definitely think it's the kind of thing where like you could like hallucinate and have like a psychotic break from it. Or yeah, something. like you might just start. I, I, I don't know. You'll see something um, and it just like won't, it won't go away. So there's good reason solitary confinement is often used as a punishment, most notably in the United States, uh, where inmates in solitary are isolated 23 hours a day. The United Nations Nelson Mandela rule states that keeping someone in solitary more than 15 days constitutes torture. So sick. You can get them two weeks in a day. You can get them a fortnight and a little bit more. Uh, but after that, that's that's the line. Um but here we yeah, he practiced yoga. He was certain his experiences at silent retreats. So he wanted him type. Oh, he's yeah. So these guys are like these guys are like borderline psychopaths already. Listen, they're like, if you're legit, if you're a professional poker player, you're a, you're probably a little bit psychopath. You know what I'm saying? Have to be, have to be. Like, yeah, like legit to get that. I don't even mean it's necessarily a bet. Like to get to that level of playing poker where you're just willing to bet like this is a hundred thousand dollar bet for something he that might fuck him up for the rest of his life. And he's like, he's bet. He's like, yeah, on. I think I can like, do yeah. this. Cause I did a retreat one time. Yeah. So I did, I did a silent retreat uh, where we stayed in a six star cabin. Um, oh, it see. says here a crowd of families and friends gathered at the house where the challenge would take place. They, they had lawyers there. The television companies interested in buying rights to the story. I don't think I heard about that anywhere. Um, Aladi's father was given the power to pull him out at any time. Should he show signs of not being <laughs> in the right headspace? How would your... I don't even know what like what my father would need to hear for him to be like, oh, nah, he's out of there. I don't, uh, think, there, I don't think there's anything my dad could hear that he would be like... <laughs> Like I've been, you're in there just spouting complete gibberish, and you're like, your dad's like, I think he's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, think he's fine. I mean, I mean, the other day, the other day, the other day, my my dad asked my uncle who the running back for the Cowboys was, and my uncle said uh, Emmett Smith, and my dad was like, Yeah, I think you're right. So like, I mean, 
There's nothing I could say. I, uh, you, you didn't say right now. I'll, uh, I'll be in the bathroom <laughs> pounding on the walls, screaming in a language I don't speak, and he'll be like, "All right, he must have picked it up somewhere." I mean, I think I think my dad would have like his ear to the. He would just hear me lose my mind, and he'd be like, "Not yet." Not yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't learned his yes. He hasn't learned the lesson not, yet. Not yet. Um. Oh no, we, this no is... you know what you know what your dad would hear? Your dad would hear you writing up a contract to pay a running back, and then he would kick the door. Right. This has to stop. No, no, we throw in the towel, damn it. We're not uh... giving Josh Jacobs money. <laughs> Burn it down from the inside. Uh, <laughs> look, this is the psycho shit. The bathroom mirrors were covered to prevent any reflection. That's why that's like legit torture. And the doors, though unlocked. Were sealed to block out any light. A mattress was wedged between the sink and the countertop. In front of the sink and next to the mattress was his yoga mat. Across from that was the bathtub. My memory is really good, Eladi said. He had examined the room before the challenge started, and when he woke up in complete darkness, he could picture his surroundings. He told himself he should do what he normally does. When he wakes up, brushed his teeth, he then filled up the bathtub, adding Epsom salts and lavender oil to calm his mind. Scoured himself with the salt and sugar, blah, blah, from the bath he dressed, ate, all that. That's just how I live my life anyway. Uh, <laughs> he was going to live a normal life. As if normal was living in darkness for the rest of my life. He was going to use it to improve myself. See, that's how you know he's a weirdo. He said he's going to use this to improve himself. I would never. Yeah, no, yeah. If I want to improve myself, I'll like, um, I'll like stop drinking soda and go hit the heavy bag. This, yeah, this I'll guy's, never. This guy's <laughs> like, I have to sensory deprive myself for a month, <laughs> and then I'll be, then I'll be whole again. <laughs> the biggest hurdles were mental. I feel like the only hurdles were mental, um, <laughs> as well as the hallucinations. As well as those. I mean, outside the. Uh, his thoughts twice started to spiral negatively fast. It happened so quick. It went from positive thoughts to like, what if, what if, what if. Such thoughts were dangerous without company to distract him. In isolation, they could lead to despair. When they cropped up, Aladi started doing yoga, and he refocused on his body, uh, on his pose, and stretch. Some parts were easier. Um... Well, you can scroll down, blah, blah. I mean, we got a picture of what he looks like here. That's what Yeah, he so this like. is a... I feel like he looks like exactly like somebody who would lock himself in. Absolutely. Uh, he's, wearing a, 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 he's wearing a shirt with Mr. Monopoly on it that says, Make it rain with uh, money above him. Uh, would you get a beer with this guy, school? I It would probably be the most annoying beer I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> I feel like he, like he does CrossFit, too. He got a rescue dog. This is uh, this he, is the guy that's like he took this hundred k and put it into NFTs, crypto games. He's like, <laughs> it's already been reinvested <laughs> several ways. It's already been flipped. Uh, it says so, the, <laughs> the caption for the picture says, uh, "Rich Alati says he has learned to value uh, small pleasures since his challenge." <laughs> yeah, small pleasures like seeing people hugging my wife uh, around the ten day mark. The ten, so he made it ten days. Yeah, ten days. Young t uh, started to worry a lot. He might make the thirty days, noting that he looked totally fine. He worried he had miscalculated. Young hadn't known a lot of a gregarious, fast talker for long before they made the bet. Which is again how you know these people are crazy. Um, 
His personality did not reflect that of someone who was proficient with meditation. On day 15, he was halfway into this. Wow. Like he, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to say it, it gets easier, but I feel like if you make it 15 days, you can make the, you're like, eh, uh, yeah, I feel I like I gotta be getting close. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that would stop me at that point is like, if like the hallucinations like escalate, if the hat man was there. Yeah. The hat man, if the hat man appears, I mean, I'm fucking done. I'm <laughs> give me the fuck out of here. Give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm ringing the bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on day 15, young, young's the guy who made the bet. Voice came over the loudspeaker. Aladdin jumped out of bed, happy to hear a voice that wasn't his own. Do, can you imagine how terrified you would be? I, I would, I would, that, that would probably break my brain hearing a voice. I feel like I would have, I would have shit myself if I had a heart attack and died. The whole challenge would have been done. That's, that's, you probably... haven't heard anything for 15 days. And you know, they didn't give him a warning, like, hey, he's going to send you a little. Nope. It was just a, hey, how are you? <laughs> Hey man, what's up? I got a deal for you. <laughs> it's me, Tony. Um, hey, you remember that guy you met 15 days ago? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's me. Um, so happy to hear a voice that wasn't his own. Young told Alotti he had been in for around two weeks and he had an offer. Alotti could leave if he paid out 50000 Alotti laughed in disbelief. You can't be serious. Dude, I just sat in here for two weeks with me to hand over half my money. He laid back down discouraged. He'd spent 15 long days in the bathroom, no walk in the park, and he had to gear up for 15 more. It was a pretty ag aggressive negotiation tactic by me. Young can see. Okay. He waited a few days, came back with another offer. Lottie was skeptical. I don't know, kid. Your buyout offers are trash. Young offered to pay Lottie 25000 to come out. The money was finally in Lottie's favor. He considered the offer for an hour and then declined it. So, so we're we're past the point where he's he's now declining he's he's declining to come out of the bathroom he wants to be in the bathroom at this point right yeah he because look we were at day fifteen this says a few days he, we got to be getting into like nineteen twenty yeah like, yeah because again he told him he told him you've been here like two weeks so he right right then and there you have a mental yep, like, yep okay yep. bam yeah like okay he fucked up by telling him it was two weeks in that was the whole he, point not to tell him he, yeah he he played his if he really wanted to mess with him he would have been like hey man okay you've been in there for four days <laughs> oh. let's do you know, like <laughs> oh. dude imagine imagine he's yeah. been in there 15 days get on the call he's like you've been in there four days would you like to make a deal <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, what? What? Uh, yeah, you, you, listen, do you want if you want to make day six, that would be about 12 hours from now. Uh, that's when you get him to lose his mind. And he's like, I will take any deal. You can have $100,000 and I will come out of this room. I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's very funny how... <laughs> Easy it is to tell which one of these guys is the better poker player from this article. Oh, by far. Because the guy who saw the dude 15 days in and said, all right, you can come out if you pay me half the money. That guy sucks at poker. That's the worst bargain I've ever seen. That's probably why this guy, the guy in the sale was probably like, man, this is an easy lick, right? I'm going to play some cards with this guy. Yeah, I can take a lot of his money. He was probably like, oh, uh, man, he's panicking. He's making me offers. Would, like, yeah, oh, man, yeah. Now, Terrence has a great point. What if he thought it was a hallucination? Like, oh. you just, it's just the first voice you hear for two weeks. Yeah, that, that's another way you could mess with him. You were like, Alati, <laughs> it's me, your grandfather. 
Yeah, like, I mean, if he's hallucinating, that does seem a little evil that you could get on a loudspeaker and talk to him. Like, you could whisper in the middle of the night. You could just, like, whisper. Right. Freak him out, like, <laughs> devil, like, incantations, like, whatever. Yeah, 644, 644, 644, <laughs> just, like, random times. He just loses his mind. Um, you're like, yeah, you've been in there for three days. Just checking in. You got 27 more. Um, no, but said he waited a few days. Young came back on the loudspeaker, asked if he had any offers of his own. This is... This, this guy's the worst barterer of all time. This is amazing. Come, he, he comes back. Do you, do you want to make me an offer? <laughs> like you got to know the guys. It's like okay, at this point, you do not want to pay me a hundred thousand. I know I'm close now. I'm in the home stretch. Yeah, I mean, he he has to know getting on the call and being like, "Do you want to make me an offer?" That's like admitting <laughs> defeat ten days before it's the guy's even there. It's definitely some deal or no deal. Uh, before you even, before you even pick a case, the dealer calls. It's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, because <laughs> I think you really got the one. Uh, I I think they they do do that. They do that on deal or no deal. They'll they'll, they'll be right away just to mess be, with it. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, here's a big offer right away. That or I would just play. Okay, what's I said. If you could just play like one song 24 hours a day to drive him crazy, what one song? Like, what's the one song? Oh, um. Like, I wouldn't make him any offers or nothing. I would just be like, I get, if I get access to it for 24 hours a day, I'm going to play like the 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 thong song. The Bruno Mars one where he's like, don't believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. (laughs) Yeah, that. 24 (laughs) hours of that, the horns, the trumpets going. No, I would definitely. Oh, every time the boom, boom, boom. Every time that started again, you would think about ending your life for sure. The Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Oh, that uh, one. Spice be- up your life. That's a good one. Uh... <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Oh my God. Not again. Not again. <laughs> Let me out. Oh, man. Uh, I'd play a 1973 by James Blunt. Oh, oh, you're beautiful. Any James Blunt. <laughs> Any James Blunt driving someone insane. I put on by G. No, I think I'd like that. I'd, I'd be looking forward to that one by the time it comes back around. Uh, well, what's new, Pussycat Tom Jones? That would be a good one because that's got the trumpets. No, okay. I think it would have to be something that would really drive him crazy. It'd have to be a theme song. Oh, like, a, a, like to a show or something like the like. Oh, you know the, the one? full house of a skibbity bobbity bop. Like you just hear that. Yeah, a hundred thousand. Or like times. love and marriage, love <laughs> and marriage. We go together like a horse and carriage. Like you just hear that for <laughs> yeah, because that can play like every sixty seconds. That you'll hear that legit sixty oh, times yeah. in an hour for twenty four. Yeah. Oh, birds. The that's a good one. Uh, someone in chat says music torture is a thing. I'm pretty sure they outlawed at, at Guantanamo. Well, oh, it it one thousand percent is. They used to play like at like caves and and get people like drive people. Cr- I don't know what songs they played. Oh yeah, no, they did. I think there was an article where they said the songs they played. They would play, <laughs> they would play like heavy metal. Okay, yeah. See that. Yeah. That's cheating. Yeah, let, that's yeah, cheating. Yeah, that's not even fun. That's not even. You fun. put on Jeezy and Kanye. Yeah, no, I'm just. I'm in there rocking out 24 straight times. I'm like, I'm gonna wrap it flawlessly this time, and I mess it up. It's like, okay, okay, next, I'm gonna wrap it flawlessly. Um, 
Oh, the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. That's so many verses over <laughs> and over. It's a lot. It's mad verses. Oh. Um, but okay, okay. We got some, that's pretty tough. But I, I did, he didn't use the mic. He didn't use the megaphone, right? Yeah, no. Um, he could have used that way better. Yeah, it said, uh, see, it said uh, check to see if he had any offers of his own. A lot he said he wouldn't come out for less than $75,000, to which Young counted with an offer of $40,000. They settled on $62,400. A lot had been in the silence and dark for 20 days. How did they, 6240, did they just split it down the middle? Not really. Oh, I thought I was trying to. It's almost like uh, like a, if you do a hundred thousand by three, it would have been what thirty three thousand for each ten days. Oh my god! They literally. Oh, they're such nerds. They literally did. The, that, they did like the math of like what twenty like by, days would have been. Yeah, worth. probably like yeah, probably what the hour is. Uh, so oh. I said on sixty two thousand. I gotta say, I feel like the guy. I feel like the guy settled kind of low. Yeah, I mean, 20 days? You only got 10 days left. You're already your home stretch. He must have yeah, just... Yeah, I feel like... He, I mean, I feel like he, he, said... he didn't really need the money. He just wanted to prove it, you know? So... Oh, clearly. So, it, I mean, it, it. neither guy needed the money. So, at this point, it's like, hey, okay. I'm in control here because you don't want to pay me 100. Anything you pay me under 100 is a win. So, I think he should have he started with 80. Yeah. Yeah, I would have started with eighty. He was just because I'm. T- if he settled on, I think he he could have got like he would have said guy would have said no to seventy grand. Like, hey, you save thirty grand, I get a little extra because I was clearly going to win this, but you still save thirty grand. Yep. And I get seventy. He didn't take taxes into account on his payout. Now he's yeah. now he's getting he's only getting like fifty k after taxes there. So yeah. So <laughs> Young was relieved. He'd come to a gradual realization that he hadn't given enough weight to the fact that Lottie was there by choice. <laughs> if you're in solitary confinement in prison, that's a scary situation. You don't know if you're going to get out ever. Here, if he lasts, he gets 100K. These guys in solitary confinement get nothing. They have to do this. So this is how poker players learn uh, empathy and what it feels. Yeah, this is how <laughs> they learn about how bad prison is. It's like, man, that's ter- they say you, and you can't ever leave? That's fucked up. He said, uh, boy, they do all that and don't get a hundred grand at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Why uh, would anyone? Yeah. Who would who what kind of game is that? <laughs> uh, he says the state should remember why he is there. That is not per- uh permanent, it's crucial. Prisoners in solitary confinement tell me they're afraid they will never be released and they will die in solitary. And again, this is perfectly legal to do to crim for 15 days. Yeah. So seem like it's it's it feels like a sign that things are going like they're already in pr- in prison. Let's drive them literally mentally insane. That'll that's yeah. that's a good idea. It's funny because um, like well it's not funny, but uh it's ironic how <laughs> Prison is supposed it's it's marketed as rehabilitation, but what do they do when they're in there? They literally put them in like a walled walled room and just drive them nuts. Yeah, that experiment. And then they're like, hmm, I um, wonder why this person isn't. Why aren't they getting better? Why aren't they getting? You what the hell? Why aren't um, they getting our perfect <laughs> vision of society in there? Yeah, it's all very perfectly humane. Um, it says a lot. He was ready to leave the bathroom. He put on eclipse sunglasses. Which, oh my god, can you imagine seeing the sun the first time in twenty days? 
or the like i feel like hearing any kind of loud noise would like your eardrums would burst a car like you're just not you, a, yeah uh a, a plane take a loud horn like some the phone ringing something you're not expecting um, yeah dude imagine getting a phone call for the first time you're like <laughs> what is what is this who is the person on the other line paul says dad's been a mo over a month in the hole in federal a month that's tough shit he must have uh, he got in before they changed the law damn um, he was handed a phone. He put on Eclipse sunglasses, which blocked out any light to protect his eyes. When he finally emerged, the noise and commotion was overwhelming. He was handed a phone. A lot. He looked at it for a moment, remembering that life existed with phones and technology before he began speaking to it. It was his sister. Friends and family surrounded him. Bit of a culture shock. He was surprised by the number of choices uh, that <laughs> he had in the social niceties that needed to be observed. I knew how to do everything. I just forgot. I just I can't just start doing push-ups on a bathtub uh, on a bathtub in front of people. So this guy Despite, actually became like yeah. psychotic. Yeah, he definitely lost his mind. Despite paying out sixty-two thousand, Young is happy he took the bet. I think it is a good story of when two two when two people want to test that they can do something. They do it in a fair environment and can work together, even though one of us lost a sizable chunk of money. We both feel great about it. <laughs> Alati says he is happy. He hopes the story serves as a positive for others about overcoming challenges in a world of bad news. So if you're out there and you're going through real life struggles, just think of the time the rich guy stayed in a room knowing he could get out anytime he wanted for $60,000. That should push you over that, that hill. That, I mean, it's a success story, a true success yeah, this story. Is, this, is, this is really a, a rags to uh, He says he's learned to value patience and things we take for granted like chairs tables and lamps or simply being outside we truly go uh go about our day-to-day -day, put up these blinders because there's so much distraction but if you look at the world with different perspectives and just see it this is something he says this is really something and this is after he said that he completely <laughs> forgot how to do social niceties in 20 days <laughs> <laughs> look 30 days he would have been eating he just basically been like a feral uh child he just speaks and growls. Yeah, he would. Uh, he would have come. Out, he would have come out covered in blood, and they would have been like, "Whose blood is that?" He would have just been like, "I don't know, I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> I just can't. I'm. I don't know. The the other guy saying that he's happy. He said that it's they test whether they can do something together. Like they just met like days before this. Right. Y'all couldn't. Uh. Y'all couldn't have went on a trip to. Ve hey, let's see if we can do this boys trip to Vegas. Y'all couldn't. Have, I don't know. Sixty grand. Y'all couldn't. Have, I don't know. He spent sixty k more. I mean, they went from meeting at the bar to one guy locking the other guy in a bathroom to teach teach each other something. <laughs> And now we've each learned our lesson. That's awesome. Jesus Christ. Um, We're going to show his face one, one last time. Let's show his face one last time. Yeah, make it rain. There he is. Mr. There's Mr. 60K. Mr. C, I mean, Mr. Mr. 38 after taxes. Yeah, uh, you, can tell, you can tell this is the 68K man just looking at him. <laughs> um, okay, this is one thing I literally keep forgetting. Um. I even had it up on the board. If you could show the Cliff Kingsbury stat. Oh, yeah. I cannot believe I forgot to get to that. Have people seen this? Have people, this is filthy. Josh was Winefuss. Winefuss did the research going back to his days at Texas Tech, where he was also not a very good coach. 
games one through seven. Here we go. Has a history of second half slumps dating back to his first year at Texas Tech. His teams have been good in their first seven games, but didn't fall off. The Cardinals are 15, five and one in games one through seven, eight and 18 the rest of the way. Texas Tech, 27 and 15, then eight and 25. How does that happen? I feel like it's a, I remember I read a thing about, it's like Sean McVay's teams usually hit a wall because they run the same couple of things. So the set, by the time the last half of the year, teams have enough tape on you. Some of these teams you've played twice in your division. It's similar enough where it's like, okay, we know one of two or three things is coming. So they can kind of get a jump on it. I, Kingsbury was a McVay guy. So I, I'm wondering if it's some of the same. I I do remember I've seen on Twitter that their mm-hmm. wide receivers run like the same five routes. It's yeah, they like have that's five the, routes. That's all they have is five routes. Like oh. part of like part of the genius. If I if I understand somebody in the chat, let me uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Part of the genius is it's like everything looks so simple, right? Like they they run so much mm-hmm. out of so few formations, meaning you don't know what personnel you need to have out there. You don't know you know, run or pass, you don't know what's going on. And it all looks similar, which is a good thing until you get seven weeks of tape on it. <laughs> seven weeks is apparently the perfect amount of tape. Uh, I, I mean, that's all I would need, I would feel like. I feel like, yeah. I feel Half, like once, the, uh, once you're at the halfway point of the season, you've done the same thing for the whole season. I'm, I would yeah. know what to do. Like, a, I was like, okay. If he does this, oh, he called that. So, okay, they only run five routes. With what he called, that just cut two of them off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, someone in chat, like, Clayton says, maybe he has seasonal depression. Mm, I mean, I mean. I think it's, I think it's worth considering. Um, I know, the, I know they play the people yeah. like that. Late in the year, they get, they get. So, we are all Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I mean, everyone is. Um, but, but, yeah, Hopscotch, I th- Hopscotch points out something. In college, they play, like, you play your conference opponents toward the end of the year. So you can, but I feel like that that's kind of telling, too. He's fattening up on the, the, the non-conference. The yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like either way, it's a bad sign. Builds his name off the weak talent and then gets, mm-hmm. when the lights are hot, he gets uh, burnt. Yeah, DeMonte says they run the same routes. They don't even change which sides they line up on, which, again, I think is why they, duh, it's like, okay, if we're going to do it, we need the elite receiver, so we get Cooper Cup, we get Beckham, we need a strong arm, like we need Stafford, and it just feels like there's, I, don't, I guess maybe there's not a lot of room for variance if it's going wrong because of the simplicity. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like when you're that simple, if you're... If you're figured out and behind and you don't change anything, you're just, right. you're so, you're just. It's like, like once I found out that, I don't even know if they still do it. Um, once I found that NFL coaches script their first 15 plays. Yeah, every game pretty much. Yep. That is K, like, I get like, it's like, okay, we have a general sense of what we want to do. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they have a weakness here. We want to look to run up the middle. We want to look to throw outside or throw quick or whatever. Yep. Having your first 15 and it's like, yeah, we're just, they're eating us alive, but it's play 12. We got, we got four more scripted. You have no idea the game's going to go. Yep. That's some teams um, are like that. I believe it was, I believe it was the bears with Matt Nagy. They went like 20 mm-hmm. first quarters without scoring on the first drive or something like that. Which I yeah, mean, like that's that's coaching. That has yeah, to be coaching. Just coaching. I, Any talent, yeah. 
I feel like we were a little harsh on Kyler, but um, I think it's all Cliff. It it really mm. looks like Cliff, man. I mean, he doesn't it, he doesn't change. He doesn't change. He's figured out. He doesn't change. That's and again, when you don't have the elite talent, when you don't have DeAndre Hopkins, it's a lot. It's a lot tougher. Uh, big yeah, big man was my my Madden GM. He says if you look at their offense, they're restricted what they can call in the run game. When they bring in two tight ends, it's almost a given they're running it. So teams load up the box. I think that's a good point. And all I remember this was something from New England. Like Sony Michelle is just, yeah. Look, I want to see how many passes Sony Michelle's caught in his just in his career. Yeah. Because it used to be a thing in New England, like they just would not throw him passes. So when Sony Michelle was in, they knew it was like that. That was just your tail. Um, let me see. Receive. It. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. seven. Yeah. Seven. Twelve. Seven. Twenty. So this year caught a career high twenty-one. Right, so not a if he's in, he's probably running. Like if you look, yeah, look at the uh, Patriots. The second year, he ran it two hundred and forty-seven times and caught it twelve times. If he's in the game, what do you think they're doing? Yeah, he's running. That's, so when it's, yeah, if, it's just so you can't have something that obvious. Yeah, and if you put that with the like with the scheme stuff, everybody's saying like there's only if you got two tight ends, they're probably running. If you have Sony Michelle in, like you're definitely running. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he like he's he's not a great pass. Even if he's catching a pass, like those are yeah. seven yards apart. Like you know what I'm saying? He's not a threat to he's not Alvin Kamara out there, is basically what I'm saying. So there was there was something I saw, it was like a tweet about Cliff said something like they wanna run the ball uh twenty-five times a game no matter what. It was something like that. Twenty-five touches. Yes. Um yes. you definitely wanna even if you're going to do that, you definitely want to publicize. Yeah, I can't. I'm not able to find it right now, but uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of people. If you search Cliff Kingsbury, they're not 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 happy whatsoever with. No. <laughs> there's no. plenty. I searched Cliff Kingsbury twenty five, and uh. <laughs> oh, it's his record from the twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Buster said he's Deion Lewis with the tight. It's a good. It's like one of those. Like Derrick Henry doesn't catch a lot of passes, but when he runs, he's Derrick Henry. Like that's here we go. Running the ball was once a go. part of Cliff Kingsbury's identity. In the past three games, Cliff Kingsbury has pretty much abandoned that mentality, throwing 143 times compared to 65 rushes, even though his team averaged 5.2 yards per carry in those games. So like that's what happens. Hashtag too cute. He gets way too cute. He says he wants to run the ball twenty five times, but mm-hmm. then he doesn't do it. He's too cute, right. and it's working. And it was working. So yeah, interesting. So okay, I think so. Yeah, let's go back to that. Uh, the Kingsbury, the year by year record. Yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah, that's where that's co- there's there's no way that can't be coaching. Uh, whichever one the uh, the graphic. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Um, that has to be coaching. And if you go, if you look at the uh, no, actually, now you know what, you know what, just go to Cliff Kingsbury Wikipedia. Oh, okay, the Cliff Wiki. The Cliff Wiki, because if you look, he's had so much talent everywhere he's went. Oh man, he, he coached. Johnny Manziel. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you go through it, like, yeah, go start, uh, go to coaching career. Start at coaching career. 
So at Houston, right? Like he joined Houston because Dana Holgerson was there. While he was there, Case Keenum, like Case Keenum was through for like 5,000 yards every single year. Like he was doing that before Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, he finished with multiple records. Yeah, so it's like it's it, it's not to say Cliff Kingsbury didn't help him. I don't mm-hmm. want to say that, but he was already he's already like balling. Goes on to Texas A and M because Kevin Sumlin's there. Kevin Sumlin was at Houston. Gets Johnny Manziel, and again, does he help Johnny Manziel during that Heisman year? Pro- like probably for sure, right? Mm-hmm. But it was Johnny Manziel during his like he was a great great college player. Goes yeah. on to yeah, he was gonna be a great college. Player. Johnny, on Johnny to, didn't need help. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he was fine in college. Goes on to Texas Tech, uh, his alma mater, gets the head coaching job, and gets there. And his quarterback is walk on, true freshman Baker Mayfield, <laughs> who go uh, goes on what five years later is the number one, yeah, pick in the draft. So. Even then, Davis Webb, who I think is still in the NBA, in the NBA, in the NFL. Uh, yep, he's on the Bills. The Bill, okay. So Baker gave way to Davis Webb, gave way to Patrick Mahomes. I think that's when Mahomes came in. Yep. Yeah. Then there's Patty Mahomes in the mix, and they are still finishing with losing records. Yeah, five and seven. They're finishing like five and seven, six and seven. Uh, I mean, they start 2018, they start five and two, and then they drop the final five games and then five mm. and seven again. Which is, this is tough because in college football, you only have to win six games to get to a bowl. Like, if, yeah. you, if he won literally one of those, nobody can, like, you just get to any kind of bowl, school gets some money. And yeah, this was also a thing. His defenses were never any good, which the crazy thing is in college, you do you recruit the defense too. You yeah. recruit it all. Like this is this is on you, dude. Um it's crazy that he went from getting fired after losing the final five at Texas Tech. He gets hired as the OC at USC, and then a month later he resigns because he's going to the NFL. To to be a head coach. To be a head coach, and again, I say that as there is currently one black coach in the NFL. Like, no, that just would not happen. Yeah, you no. fail as a college coach and then get a head coach, like with walking into a number one pick too. Like, this wasn't just yeah. Like Steve been... Steve Wilkes was the coach before him, mm-hmm. uh, who was black. He got one year. I'm sure he was terrible, right? Fine, fine with that. But for the person to replace him to be a failed college coach, come on. Because he knows Sean McVay? Come on, man. Because he knows Sean McVay and he uh, has the the air raid. That's the L raid. Yeah, sick. Uh, So he goes from U.S., which doesn't even matter because he wasn't even really at USC. And then he walks into Kyler Murray. So Tyler in the chat says he's an elite quarterback coach, good offensive coordinator, average head coach. I don't with the talent he's had, can we say he's an elite quarterback coach? No. Elite? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are guys that are still in the NFL. Did he help them? I'm sure he did. And, and a, like, if he was your offensive coordinator, you probably would be. If he just only had to focus on that, you yeah, he probably would be pretty good. I think... Just not a head coach. Chat, chat, chat's getting to the root of it. They're saying he's just attractive, so he gets, he gets jobs he's not qualified for. 
Definitely. I, I mean, I wanted to talk about this picture up here. Look at this this picture. At, it That's says, the one. During open practice. This looks like he uploaded it himself. This looks he like a selfie. This is definitely part of uh, his agency or his team. Like, there is uh, no way this wasn't uploaded by his own people. Yeah. Yeah. All, now, all Tiska of these said, pictures. Yeah. Oh, everything. This is definitely uh, narrated by his people. Tiska said, to be fair to Cliff and Kyler on the cards, they inherited a horrible roster. Three wins three years ago. 100%. But the thing with Kingsbury, this isn't a one or two year trend. This isn't even just a Cardinals trend. It's a whole this career. Is just, yeah. This is just like his thing. Like, they did. They definitely did. And it's a thing. Uh, Josh and Hayden say like three straight. I think they drafted three off-ball linebackers and three. Yeah, Isaiah straight first-round drafts. Isaiah Simmons, I think, is it Zavin? I don't know. Yeah, but like basically three, three draft picks they use on the same position they could have put anywhere else, and they did not. So I won't put that on him. But again, the collapse. If people are consistently collapsing under your watch, and again, every Case Keenum still in the NFL. Manziel was not, but in college he was literally the best college, literally the best college player. Yeah, one of the best, still one yeah. of the best. Like a Heisman to prove it. Baker first pick. Davis Webb. I mean, again, there are only so few quarterback jobs. He's still in the league that he's a decent caliber, even mm-hmm. if a backup. And then Kyler Murray. So he's always had elite talent. He's always had elite talent at the most important position. And has never won. Oh, here but we, we go. Think, it's his yeah. quarterback tree right there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, like all those guys, like Case King, I don't know if he, but Case King's had what, like a 10 year career? Case King or eight year NFL I mean, veteran? He's Baker's backup in Cleveland. Yeah, still in the NFL. Manziel, no, but in college was elite. Baker, first round pick. Uh, Davis Webb, backup pick. Mahomes, superstar. Kyler, star. And again, look at these records. Eight, one, he won eight games one time. Give me a break. Yeah, who is who's another coach that we can look at that would have a like? Why does he have a quarterback tree on his Wikipedia? That <laughs> who right? You you don't get a quarterback tree unless you're successful yourself. Like, you don't get a tree. If we look up Sean McVay's Wikipedia, is he going to have a coach? He does have a coaching tree down here. Of course he does. He the wait, Sean McVay has the Sean McVay effect on his That's Wikipedia. right. That's right. What? NFL teams have started to look towards more offensive, younger minded coaches. Okay. Matt LaFleur, Zach Taylor, mm-hmm. uh Cliff Kingsbury, Brandon. Those are all Staley. in his tree. Oh my god. Yeah, look at this coaching tree. Jed Fish. Coaches the Arizona Wildcats. Look, and also, Kentucky's offensive coordinator now, Liam Cohen, was the Rams quarterback coach last year, and they mentioned Sean McVay every single game. So his effect, and then again, Liam Cohen's a younger guy. Like the shot, it's a thing. Like we're, you don't have to like it or not. It's definitely a thing. It it's crazy. Yeah, McVay is just this level of. They got that genius, I guess. They've got that one guy. Um, oh, let me pull up this clip. It's a good clip. Um, the guy in um San Francisco. He's the new. He's the new young guy. Oh, there's a, whoa. Yeah, there's a dick pic there. We're good. We didn't pull that up on stream. <laughs> 
someone named Mike <laughs> Jones is very fraudulent on the internet. All right, here we go. Who, who is this? This is this is the 49ers. He's their offensive coordinator. He's the mm. one. He's getting interviewed by every every team. It feels like okay. uh, the Dolphins. Mike. Um, but yeah. What so. is it about Debo? Who? What's up, man? So, Mike Jones. Let's go. What's up? So he's a. This is <laughs> this is the cool new young guy. He's the hip guy. Yeah, okay. that's the cool new hip young guy. That's the cool new hip young guy that everybody okay, loves. Yeah. So he'll be a head coach yep. somewhere, so, like before, before Byron Leftwich or before Eric Bieniemy or a- before absolutely. literally anybody because because Sean, I mean yeah, Sean Sean McVay. Play, but get, look, McVeigh's still in the playoffs. Taylor's still in the playoffs. Lafleur's still in the playoffs. So Staley was almost in the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, so they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna really lean that heavily into. Like even more so. Yeah, I he mean, worked for. <laughs> we are never escaping the Sean McVay era of coaching. Like no, because they. I mean, they don't do anything bad. Like I mean, they're all good coaches. They're probably the upper echelon of coaches these days. But I mean, it, it's gonna get to the point where they're just hiring anyone that's worked there. You know, like also and and. The thing I look at is Brandon Staley walked into a job where Justin Herbert was a superstar. True. Walked into a job where Justin Herbert was a superstar. Matt LaFleur walks into a job where Aaron Rodgers is a superstar. True. It's not like they've had to build their own. You see what I'm saying? Zach Taylor walks into a, I think they were, was he there for the one bad year before Burrow maybe? Like the the year Uh, they were going to tank? I I think it was like his third year. Yeah, nineteen. I think he was there the the stinker year. Yeah, Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but then even you walk when it was still tanking for Tua. You know you're walking in and he gets Burrow. So again, does that make these guys bad coaches? Not at all. They each just like they're all still in the playoffs. But none of these guys was walking into like if Byron Leftwich gets a job, I don't think it. It sounds like Dan Quinn is going to get the Jaguars job. Yeah, no. I think that's I feel like it's what I heard, which is just disgusting. I heard I saw um, they were talking about uh Dan Quinn with the Broncos and all the Bronco fans were like, Okay, so we just fired Vic Fangio <laughs> and now we're gonna hire a, another Dan defensive Quinn. coordinator. Like what? Oh god, kill me. Like, like we're gonna move we're gonna move from uh this guy here, we're gonna move right right next door, we're gonna buy the neighbor's house. Yeah, this is <laughs> People saying Zach built the most. Yeah, I mean he got in there early, but even then, like he uh, he walked into a spot where well, I mean he also didn't he go from quarterback coach to head coach. Uh, like look at yeah, pull up Zach. I think Zach Taylor went from quarterback coach. No, he was assistant wide receivers coach, promoted the quarterbacks to, coach to head yeah. coach. Yeah, so he went. It, <laughs> That's an insane level of rising Again, in two years. In two years. In two years, he went from assistant wide receivers coach to the head coach. That's, I mean, and 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 it's it's the same story with all these guys. Like all of with, these guys are going from like tight ends coach to head coach. Like I just, I don't know. It's gonna start. 
It's gonna start backfiring. They're gonna start. They're gonna hire like yeah. Sean McVay's uh the guy the Sean McVay's special teams coach, and it'll be that's a- exactly how yeah. And big man says what you're saying. They're smart enough to go to the teams with the good quarterbacks. Feels like they're smart and should be hired. No, it's saying that those when those positions come open, they only go to certain people, and now the certain people is anyone who's known Sean McVay. Yeah, pretty much if you can have Sean McVay's name on your resume, that you get a call for a head coaching yeah. job. And again, that's just like who is Sean McVay mostly running with? Like young white guys like him. That's just that's his circle. That's fine, but who's going to be pulled up with them? That's how you end up with the same. Like again, my God, are we about to really see Dan Quinn again as a head coach? There's, Dan Quinn. They're saying pull up David Culley's resume if you want to get angry. Oh God, there's all NFL teams. Oh here. yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. Look how long he. Yeah, go back up to his. Uh, just the like the. Look how much work he. There we go. There we go. I mean, he's been a wide receivers coach putting in the work for years. There, he can't since even... ninety four, since ninety four, ninety five, he was the, not assistant wide receivers coach. Zach Taylor went from assistant wide receivers coach to head coach in two years. He did wide receivers coach for two years, another wide receivers coach for three more years, then another decade, then senior offensive assistant wide receivers coach, assistant head coach and wide receivers coach, quarterbacks coach, assistant head coach, wide receivers coach, and passing game coordinator. Then got handed a head coach of a, I mean, like, a mess, an actual an un- mess. I would say, like I was gonna say, an unprecedented, like a terrible team where the quarterback wants out and also has dozens of uh, over a dozen sexual assault allegations against him. He got one year. It, it, that that uh, Chad Chad said it was gonna it was gonna make my blood boil. It actually really fucking does. Like like th- like that's that's from like that's the game where when you're Zach Taylor, it takes you two years to do. What it took David Cully legit 26 years and he got one year. Like he didn't, Zach Taylor had one bad year too. He just walked into Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like he got lucky. Like whoever, yeah. Whoever gets the Texans is going to walk into whatever they trade Deshaun for. Like whatever. Like if they hire a McVay guy and they're like, oh, look what he built after the one year of Cully. Oh. That's exactly, yeah. That's exactly how it's going to be. I'll fight. I'll fight someone over it. Like that's the. Yeah, they re- Zach said it exactly. They recycle the head coach until the head coach's sons are old enough to join the recycling process. That's exactly yeah, how it goes. Pretty much. So that's that's wild. the and it's like like Belichick's sons are on his coaching staff. Arthur Smith, the coach of the Falcons, um, his father. I think his father coach. That's how he got his start. So it's like, th- does it make him a bad coach? Not at all. But it's just, it's so few of these jobs. It's so hard to get your foot in the door. That went, like Mike Zimmer's uh, son was on his staff. It's just one of those. If you bring in one guy and you know you bring in a couple because he bring in his son and his son-in-law and his brother's friend, like that's how it all stays the same. And again, we see like the league. I don't think it's a coincidence. The same people are being hired, and we're seeing like the same organizations stay incompetent. The yep. same hits and misses in free agency. The same hits and misses in uh, draft scouting because we're hiring the same people like you know what i'm saying we're not willing to the even s- on tv yeah like, how, yeah like when you go to like the uh the broadcast announcer it was just a retired white quarterback for the longest like that was just what it was yeah yeah and now we get we get akib talib who is a db who's like since a great play-by-play game caller 
but just we just get Drew Brees Drew or Brees, whoever, like Mike. Jason Witten broke the trend. He was the tight end, but it was just yeah. Brees or Romo or Aikman. It's like they won't even look outside at the people calling the damn game. <laughs> like yeah. it was gonna be Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. <laughs> Come on, I'm getting worked up, man. It's just, Come on, it's man. a crazy uphill battle. But look at this. This is a little fun thing here. Two of Bill Belichick's former players have become coaches. Uh, one, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh huh. Yeah, he was on that championship team. Cliff Kingsbury's got he's, I'll, like to his he doesn't seem like a bad guy or anything. So he just might just be like right time, right place forever. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah, good vibes, Cliff. Um, Bill, yeah, Bill O'Brien. To my, he'll probably get the Jaguar. Like somebody again is going to get to walk right into like Trevor Lawrence. And meanwhile, like, I don't know, a different assistant will get like the Raiders job or something and get two years and get canned. Yeah, the, the same the same 12 bad teams cycle through the same 12 bad coaches every couple of years. They just like, OK, I'll trade you. I'll trade you Dan Quinn for Vic Fangio. Like, yeah, I'll, OK, if you throw in a Mike McCarthy, I'll give you Jim a, Schwartz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A Jim Sway, a, a Marty Morning way. Um, <laughs> you can have you can have Joe Judge, and uh, we will get back. Um, we will get back a seventh round pick. How does that sound? Yeah. So it's man, oh man. And again, you see, like the Belichick tree. I think Vrabel's a good coach, and I think Flores is good. So we got two out of nineteen. You, okay, yeah. Look, uh, give me Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons. Yeah. Old ass name. American football. Look at that silly ass. Hat. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at this man. This guy looks Look like he that. this guy looks like he robs like the stand <laughs> in Central Park for a hot dog. Look at that hat. Um so okay. He is a graduate assistant, 2006, Washington defensive quality control coach. Fake job. Yeah, 09. He's not anywhere. I don't know what happened in 09. Took the took the year off. Yeah, then 2010. He's Ole Miss 2011 defensive quality control. Then he just that's how you know it's not a real job. He goes from defensive quality control to offensive quality control. Oh, Give yeah. me a break, man. Yeah, like what? That's a fake job. They made that this up. This not for a real him. job. Just made it up for him. That is definitely not a real. They were like, okay, yeah, you uh go learn that side of it. <laughs> and again. Look, it's how you know it's fake because you only had to do it for one year. Go learn defense for one year, offense for one year. Now you're the offensive line, tight ends assistant. Now he's moving up. He's just learning every position on the field one year after another. Assistant tight ends, tight ends for a couple years at the Titans, offensive coordinator, and then the Falcons. And he is how old? Um, How old is Arthur Smith? 30 what? 39. 39. No spring his, chicken. Who? Yeah, who's uh, who's his pops? His pops or somebody? I think his pops like owns FedEx or something. Um, personal. Life. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, FedEx yeah. founder. Frederick Fred, Wallace Smith. That is him. Click his name. Let's, he has nine siblings. Wow. Who's uh? So he's the heir of FedEx, and he, why would you want to coach football? Yeah, Yuck. wow. But that, oh my god, that's why he's got the fake jobs. It's like it's like this rich guy's kid. Like, of course you could be the Listen, this assistant. Is, he is fourteen. Like his like that's that didn't even like no like Paris Hilton, her grandfather, grandfather. His father, who is still alive, only seventy seven. 
14 who's what's on the name of a washington stadium um you mean like who owns the stadium yeah what's washington football what's their stadium called I think it isn't it uh, is it um it is FedEx Field. It is FedEx Field. Yep. What do you know? What do you know? It is FedEx Field. Interesting. What do you know? Um so it's just and go but where did he get his start at? Arthur Smith? Yeah. Uh he started in Washington but somewhere. Oh no, it was Washington. Oh it was oh He was the defensive quality control coach for the Washington football team. That's where okay. I was like, "There's a link." It was his first or second, but yeah, he immediately wow he, gets on. At, like, are you that, like that's that's the game, man? He, that's the it's it's rigged. The game is rigged. He literally only got his start in the league because Daddy owned the stadium. That is crazy. Coaching football is literally just a hobby. It's just a hobby yeah. for him. Can we see? Can we see what his his uh his dad's house looks like? Frederick. Why you're saying? I don't know how true it. I know in Memphis, like Memphis is FedEx's like headquarters. Okay, so this is he got in early with the Tennessee Titans. I know it ain't Memphis, but he, I'm sure he had some connections. His uh, dad, in the state of Tennessee, Jesus. His dad has libraries named after him. And yes, he, so that's what I'm like fourteen billion dollar wealth. That's that's nobody in here can fathom that kind of wealth. This Nobody is, in here can fathom that. That is crazy. Yeah, none of these things connect, I'm sure. Like, they, he just... The, uh, and that's the thing. It, like, when you bring it up, it's like, well, Arthur Smith's a good coach. He's always been a good coach. It's not about... I'm sure he is. I'm sure he works hard and all that. It's about how his first job was like that. And what, 10 years, he's like a head coach? And again, a David Cully. Literally 25, 26 years to get one year. Yeah. Falcons just stunk. Nobody talking about Arthur Smith gonna lose his job. Falcons just suck. The Falcons were not good. What is seven and ten? Seven like, and ten, yeah. The perfect the perfect level of mid. Yeah, the perfect level of mid for a white coach not to get fired. Almost five hundred. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, the Titans offensive coordinator, love it. As soon as he leaves, uh Derrick Henry gets hurt and they get the one seat. Love it. Yeah, very right. valuable. <laughs> very valuable. Right, like oh, uh, it, it, it's almost like um after he left, they kept saying like oh, it's gonna be tough to see what this new identity for the Titans will be, and it's like well yeah, they just gave the ball to Derrick Henry some more. Yeah, <laughs> like they it's, uh, it's not hard got, to coordinate Derrick Henry. It apparently it did not uh, uh wasn't that hard. Uh, Mike says FedEx. It's not the stadium sponsor, but they are the biggest sponsor for the Titans. There it is. I was like, there's a connection there somewhere. And y- um, you know, you know. That, that, thank you. Um, you know he's totally bullshit because like he 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 survived like Wizenhunt being fired, Mike Malarkey right. being fired, and th- the team still kept the assistant right. tight end coach he, around. It, he's just this level. I'm like, coach. I'm telling you, the way he helps with the tight ends is you won't believe it uh <laughs> smith in 2021 i mean jesus and so yeah now he's lost resides in it. yeah lost the head coaching debut. Wait, wait, wait hold on click on his his sisters have wikipedia what do his sisters do because they're heirs heiresses to this too wineland smith rice oh this oh one sister died Ooh. oh boy died suddenly 
long. Oh, the movie. Yeah, I... Wait, the movie P.S. I Love You was about his sister. Wow. Why is he coaching football? This is like the most. Wow. This is the what? most famous family ever, and he's coaching football. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We hold on. We're taking five. We're taking I because I'm afraid to even go into what the next like. We find out, like, oh yeah, she invented uh, the color blue. <laughs> so okay, everybody, I just I just need to, yeah, RP to her. I don't want to be disrespectful. Yep. Rest, in that in sense. Peace. Uh, Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But we need to take five. I just feel like we got a lot of information. All right, we will take thrown five. at us. We'll take five. We'll be back on the other side to find out who else Arthur Smith is related to. Uh, Nine siblings. We'll catch you. Welcome back. Um, we were in the middle of the Arthur Smith family deep dive, but we've got some uh, some breaking news, uh, school. We got got a little breaking news for the Giants fans from Ian Rappaport. Uh-oh. The Giants' search for a GM is coming to an end. The third and last scheduled interview was 49ers executive Adam Peters. So Okay. Little something for the Giants fans to look forward to, but there's that. Bad news is you still got Joe Judge and you still got Daniel Jones. Uh, wait, no, I thought didn't, they fired oh, Joe. Did Judge, they didn't fire they? Judge? Wait, yeah, yeah, no, the, yeah, the Giants are available. Giants wait, are. Why? Why are all the Giants fans in my Discord? Why do they still talk about Joe Judge then? What? Yeah, no, he's 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 out of it now. I mean, he's still a joke. He was not a good head coach, but. No, he's yeah, he's out of there. They, he's they they left me feeling foolish there. I thought they still had Joe Judge this whole time. Yeah, Google it to make. I'm almost certain that they because Gettleman like Gettleman retired, fake retired. I think they were gonna fire him. Um, Joe Judge, who most recently served. Yeah, so, so he, he was yeah he's fired. out. Of, yeah, he returning to the Patriots. So Retur- yeah, Giants is open. Returning to the Patriots. Oh wow, that's when you've admitted defeat. Sick. That- yeah. You gotta, you gotta come kiss the ring yeah, again. Yeah, back to the old stomping grounds with Bill. I, I don't know. I just don't. That's just not a very appealing. Like, okay, that's the job that uh, Eric Bieniemy will get. Like the with no quarterback, no nothing. Like yeah. that's the. Yep. Yep. That's the job. Uh, yeah, Rosebud says in the chat, rent free Joe Judge. That's right, Joe Judge, yeah. rent free in my head. Yeah. That's yeah, right. he's he's got you in a damn box. That's right. Um, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's Arthur go... Smith's other sister. I'm very afraid. Uh, producer. Yes, she is a producer. Her company is Black Label Media. Is entered put a lion. Lionsgate's big. That's like the I would say the number one, right? Like yeah, it, would, Lionsgate is big. I would say it's up there. She partnered with Hilary Swank to start 2S Films. Let's see. So her film... Okay, so she worked on P.S. I Love You. Oh, okay. The Blind Side. The the Blind Side? That's a big one. Sicario? Sicario? Sicario. Wow, Sicario. People love Sicario. Okay, so... I mean, that's that's actually a wild selection of movies. P.S. I Love You... Sicario, La La Land. That's like the biggest musical. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. So, okay, so she, yeah, she's she's in the biz. Wow. So, okay, so this just tells me that, like, if you're rich, you can do literally anything you want. Like, like that's the whole. 
point, I feel like it's, it's what, <laughs> if you are any kind of like, basically, I mean, I was gonna say rich white man because it's Frederick. He's the one. Like I'm sure he founded Fed. Like I think he he probably but I yeah mean, he probably yeah. got the money from someone else. But he did the legwork, and now his seed, like you just get in a room. And again, I'm sure they're all very qualified. But if you get into a room and know, it's like, yeah, no, we. My dad is that that Fed uh, Fred Smith. Um, I mean, that's just crazy to me. This hat's ridiculous. This is a preposterous hat. Who gave him this hat? They did him very dirty. That is just, I don't know, he just doesn't look like a successful head coach to me. No, he looks like the kind, he looks like someone in chat, while we were on the break, they said, um, he's the, he's the, the Smith family failson. And like, (laughs) it's hard to say that an NFL coach is the failson, but like, he is. I mean, I mean, when your sisters are doing like, uh, production for like award-winning films yeah uh, that's wild um but yeah chad's wild yeah. chad chad is they're saying wonder how she got there i mean we know how arthur got there how did she get there like right like again like that's the hope and again is she qualified and good at what she does i'm sure she is but when it's like oh even if she was qualified it's like hey listen make we'll have some room for fedex's daughter we can convene a, a <laughs> position for uh, FedEx's son. Yeah. I mean, he's got nine up. siblings. That's crazy. That boy was doing a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, um, when you're that rich, what 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 else do you do when you got yeah, that Yeah, what I mean, $14 billion. Good grief. Yeah. If you have $14 um, billion, what are you doing? Get my tubes tied because my seed is, they are not oh, about to yeah. live off. They are not about to live off this man's labor yeah that's like um uh you know how the the broncos their owner died and now like all the kids are fighting over the team not happening on my watch no there won't like be. the lakers you like jerry bus would, would be sick if he see what the lakers have become <laughs> oh he would oh my god he'd be like genie what have you done to my team yeah well i was <laughs> i was out wearing a gold chain and Sleeping with twenty two year old. What the hell happened? We used uh, to have the triangle, Genie. What happened? We, <laughs> we used to have it all. Um <laughs> Jesus. No, that's tough. Okay, so here's here's some things some facts about um some facts about Arthur Smith's dad. He was okay. he made an uh, an appearance as himself in the movie Castaway starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm the founder of FedEx. Uh, no, that's literally what it was. Tom's character is welcome back and was fi- it was filmed oh, on location wow. at FedEx's home facility. I bet it was. I bet it was. He was he was frat brothers with George W. Bush. Uh, what? Yep, they thought he was going to be the defense secretary. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to make the CEO of FedEx the defense secretary? The defense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yes, please, please. Can we go keep, back in time? Can we build the time machine and go back in time? Yes, keep us safe, FedEx man. Oh my God! He, Instead, it was Donald Rumsfeld. Wow, the choices were FedEx or Rumsfeld. I mean, how do you choose? Jesus. Um. Oh, he's twenty sixth amongst the list of world's fifty. The world. 50 and the Falcons coaches pops is in the top the top half of it. That's crazy. I would never coach football. 
50 great world's 50 greatest leaders the in his world and his son coaches football his seven, son coaches the falcons seven and ten football the, yeah this world like this is just not a real place the world is just not a real place what stops why doesn't his dad invest money into the team for free agents and shit what how is the i, I don't know like they got to be Memphis's biggest boosters. Like if I was, a, yeah, if I had my four, that's what I'm doing. Kentucky is getting the biggest booster ever. Yeah, put, we're like we're gonna be the best at every single sport. If if I if I yeah if I had 14 million, I'm definitely I'm buying Hellcats for the entire team. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna say y'all skimming over the fact he's part skull and bone. Listen, you don't get to 14 unless you're running in some kind of like you know what I'm saying. You was it? Oh yeah. He just was his roommate of George W. Bush. No, they were the same frat. A DKE okay, frat, frat brother. brother. Yeah. Again, like again, that's a ain't nobody in here in in that frat. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the, if you know you, if saying? you're in the DKE frat, that's probably some like that's some deep but, shit probably look it don't even have a link because they it's like you're not even supposed to know about right it. i bet you you're not even yeah i'm scared to google it I'm, I, don't no don't do it i'm scared don't to do google it. it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm pulling up the two cams before i google this one though we're gonna make sure <laughs> we're gonna google this the dke oh oh we've got a list there's actually okay. a list look look this is see this so this again nobody in here like you're not just walking into the one that both George Bushes and Franklin Roosevelt and vice presidents and justices of the fucking Supreme Court. Like, look at this. Vice president. Newspaper. So they're controlling the media. Businessmen. Here's all the businessmen. You got Don. Frederick Smith. Citibank. Nas- the former NASDAQ president all go to the same frat. That's something. the founder of the Diners Club, the chairman of Honeywell, the founder of Gap Inc., Procter and Gamble, Tiffin, like again, Southwest Airlines. This is Wrigley. <laughs> this is big money, man. Stan- Morgan Pol- Stanley, the ambassador to England. Political figures. This guy. No sport. No sports people. This guy's the no, nobody cool. Comptroller of the currency. What is that? Jesus, that's a fire title, though. Political figures. Political figures. That's a lot. Here we go. Yeah. Sports. Here we go. I want some athletes. Here we go. Mike Babcock. This was fired by. <laughs> Look, nobody good. Yeah, because nobody good is like you would just go be the president. Like they, you're not gonna be. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna go to. You're not gonna you go know what mean? football here. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> Dana X Bible. What? Whoa! His middle name. I thought it said Xenophile. I said, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> X Excuse me. Dana Xenophon, but not a fire name. Xenophon. Wow. What sport? Jefferson City, football. Tennessee. Louisiana State University. He coached football. Oh, he coached Miss. Oh, he coached LSU. Texas A&M, Nebraska. He had a and, okay. good so record, he, 198-72. Okay. Wait, he also coached basketball, he coached, too. He co- Okay, and, this guy was pulling double. And coach baseball. Bible. And baseball. Okay, okay now nah, I'm in on Dana Bible now. Yeah, Dana Bible prolific. I'm in, okay. Hold on, scroll down. I need to see his record. I'm in now. So, Here we go. So, a, yeah, I need, so two football championships. Yeah. Eight division championships. Overall, 
he was 198, 72, and 23 in football. So winning over twice as much. Basketball, 90 and 47. Baseball, 20. He was just a, a, a bowls 301. He was just a good coach at everything. This guy was just the greatest sports mind to ever exist. Yo. 3 and coach, 0 in bowls. He coach was, Dana Bible. He was just. Dana he was Bible. winning two and a Two and a half games for every loss for every sport. He was he was the son of Jonathan David Bible and Cleopatra Willis. Holy Cleopatra? Shit. What a name. He could quote Bible scripture and was a Greek and Latin scholar. Wow. His last name was Bible. Three winning like even becoming a head coach in three sports at that level is wild. Do if he was five hundreds, like that's impressive. He had over Twice as many wins as losses in all three sports. Yeah, I mean, look at that's these. really impressive. He leaves Texas A and M after going five and four. They get rid of him, and he he leaves with a seventy-two and nineteen record. He said, and two. Hold on, go. I think Orange are championship. I think Orange are national championships. Yeah, yeah. Where's the uh, key? So, so leaves it with two titles. Goes to Nebraska, wins a bunch of conference titles. Wins the Dixie Classic, which is a bowl Hell yeah. game. Gee, this is... Cleopatra Willis is an absurdly fire name. Wait, he tied in the Cotton Bowl? What? Yeah, they just said, yeah. I, I do love how many ties they had back then. They were like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to go seven overtimes. Nine, oh, and it was 1943. That's World War II. They were just like, "Fuck it, we gotta go to war." Yeah, we don't, we don't have enough bodies. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you guys gotta, you guys gotta get on the the boat. You guys are going across the the damn. channel. Dana Bible. Who would, make, who would make the best dual sport coach now? I don't even know. Nick Saban. You think Saban, Saban could I inspire a basketball team? You think? I think Saban could. I, I want to see him in a, a baseball uniform like uh, oh. Bobby Cox. Dude, imagine Saban coming out to argue a call, getting thrown out of the game. Him kicking some dirt yeah. on the on the uh, on the umpire shoe. Yeah, just a little little tough little kick. Damn. No, I'm. This guy was just a year. That's really sick. Kind of the best life ever. And this was back in the day. I feel like like guys would play multiple. He was probably just getting like you recruit somebody. It's like, hey, you want to come play every sport? For, I'm coaching them all. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, hey, you want to come? Play? You would just be like, you want to come play for me? You'll just play yeah. whatever. You'll just do whatever. Play, I need you to play some left field, some point, and some wide receiver. And they're like, yeah, I got you, Coach Dana X Bible. I I I saw I saw a tweet. I like this guy. Yeah, I like this guy. I like the like the cut of cut of his jib. He was also the athletic director at the same time as a coach. So he's in the he's in the college football hall of fame since 1951. So that's pretty good. But but yeah, this is kind of like I saw I saw a tweet. Someone was like, they said back in the nineteen fifties and sixties, every team had a Debo Samuel on it. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> but here's the, he would also play defensive back and have like ten picks, return yeah. kicks and punts. Uh, it's like in middle school, they would make you play both sides of the ball, no matter like how bad you yeah, were at yeah. one side. You had to play <laughs> right. both sides of the ball. See, keep scrolling. Yeah, there's no good athlete. No. Oh, well, oh, oh, no, gonna... right here. Pitcher, New York Giants. He won the World Series. Clinton Bloom. Okay. Look at this guy. Look at look at that hat. It looks just like Arthur Three... Smith's hat. 
<laughs> same hat. Three wins. Wait, wait, he only played three games? What? Three games. Four strikeouts. This guy sucked. In three games, he had four, this guy was... Uh, he was missing bats. <laughs> three. <laughs> what is going on here? He was. He says here he was a key figure in one of the largest assemblages in the history of New York real estate. The pub- Bro, white people just be on every like committee. Like this guy. This guy. He's the key figure with the Rockefeller Center. The Rockefeller no, I'm Center. I'm hot, man. This privilege is overwhelming. Orbach's department stores, the New York Produce Exchange, Prudential Plaza, Avenue of the Americas, and and he played for the new he played baseball for the New York Giants. Three games of baseball for the New York Giants. This this feel like him just being in the circus. Like I just want to say I play pro baseball. I I actually think that let's see what it says here. Um, I. I'm sick, dude. He signed as a free agent. Wait, he made his debut because he signed as a free agent. He wasn't drafted. Okay, okay. See, here, here's the tie. He signed... Who owned the New York Giants at the time? <laughs> Click on the New York Giants. Who owned the New York Giants in 1922? 1922, okay. Right. That's, that's the tie I need to see. Whoever right. owned them in 1922. Okay, here we go. 1922. Um, Where are we? They had Christy Mathewson and Mordecai Three-Fingered Brown. <laughs> Mordecai Three-Fingered Brown. These are awesome names. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. F- wait, they had Freddie Merkel's base running boner. What is going on? This is... Prop- okay, hold on, yeah, go go to the top. It might have a list of the owners. I gotta... Yeah. Oh, here we go. A former... No, no, these are ballparks. It doesn't even say the owners. Okay, I was going to say, because this is going to be one of those things. We find out the owner is his Oh, uncle. here we go. Friedman. Uh-oh. Someone, Talcott sold the Giants to Andrew Friedman, a real estate developer. What year? Um, At the is end this? of the 91 season, 1891. So, okay, so we're yeah. a little bit before. So who, yeah, who owned them in the 20? So it might have been Friedman. It, it it looks like it. It looks like it was. It looks like it was. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing any other. Oh no! Nin- no wait, 1902. Uh, as uh, oh, Friedman's last significant move. Okay, so it was somebody after Friedman. So it was it was John McGraw. Yeah, like. it, yeah. It looks like John McGraw took him in 1910s. Yeah, so it looks like yeah, so it looks like it was John McGraw, and he was he was the owner, he was the owner and the manager. Okay, so that yeah, we find out John McGraw was like, yeah, uh, that's crazy. The, the roster they had smiling Mickey Welch. <laughs> <laughs> How much you got to smile to just man that Mickey? He always smiling, man. He always smiling. <laughs> Let's see what his picture. He's not even smiling in his picture. Look at this, the old judge cigarette factory. <laughs> he's not even smiling in his picture. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He won three hundred games. Oh yeah, dude, his ERA two point seven, one thousand eight hundred strikeouts. Listen, Mike Trout will hit a pitch off this guy seven hundred fifty-two feet. Oh, dude, Mike Trout would if if this guy threw a thousand pitches at Mike Trout. Mike Trout's hitting a home run on like nine hundred of them. Mike Trout would hit a thousand pitches out of the park. If he threw a thousand pitches, it's smiling Mickey. 
It says he was very, very successful with an effective curveball, a change of pace ball, and a version of a screwball. It, it probably went 61 miles an hour. Dude, can we get video of him pitching? There might actually yeah, the, be uh, like... He does one of those where he puts his both hands above his head and then whips him down. Uh, oh, yeah, man. I need some I need some smiling Mickey Welch. They don't have... Wait, they have him on fan graphs. <laughs> <It's>, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. We've got his whole career here. We can actually see his whole career here. Okay. He went 34 and 30 one year. That he, stinks. He pitched 500 innings in 1886. <laughs> Look, as a rookie... I don't know. As a rookie, he pitched 570. Like, he came in hot. 574 innings as a rookie. That's crazy. 65. These new... Man, Kershaw's a bum, man. Yeah, these new guys, they got it so easy. If you're not pitching 574, Walker Bueller, you're not really impressing me much. But how many does it say here? The batting... Batting average on... Dude, people were batting 300 against him, but he wasn't giving up runs. How does that work? <laughs> Good defense. They, uh, a, lot of, a lot of double plays. Uh, There's no chance you're hitting off Smiling Mickey. No chance. Okay, can we get a picture of him actually smiling at least? Like, come on. Dude, he doesn't... He's frowning. He's not he's, maybe, smiling. Maybe that, maybe that was the joke. <laughs> he just... <laughs> That had to be the joke. That had to Maybe be the would, joke. They would just fuck. Hey, a smiling Mickey, and he's like, "Fuck off." Oh, here we go. He's got a little <laughs> smile there. That's a little, a little, a little smile, smirk. A little smirk. But he looks That's like a, a little smirk. He looks like a very serious man. He looks like he like jam. That's jam. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't look like he smiled a day in his life. He's never smiled. <laughs> <laughs> weak ass tie. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Not a single. Okay, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back to that one. Because okay, the tie, the tie stitched into the jersey. That's a tough one. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one like a baseball. Oh man, imagine how hot it was playing in that. <laughs> he like he about to tend some bar. <laughs> like he about to pour me a, a Manhattan. Dude, I want to see. I want to see more old baseball names. That's a. That was a smiling, classic there. Smiling Mickey Welch. Smiling Mickey Welch. Who else do we have that went to? Damn. Yeah, no more. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Click Calvin, click Calvin Hill. That's oh, yeah. Grant Hill's dad. That's it, Grant Hill's dad. He's part of the fraternity. Wow. What the hell? I pro- yeah, go to his personal. I prompt. That's Grant Hill's father. I'm 100% certain. They're the parents of NBA retired. Uh, wait, Hill's wife Janet is a graduate of Wesley College, where she shared a suite with Hillary Rodham Clinton. See, listen, you don't get to them type of like you know what I'm saying. The same way you don't like you don't just randomly be roommates with Hillary Clinton. No, you don't randomly be in a fraternity with George W. Bush. No, these things happen for a reason. There's some kind of there's a thread that none of us here know. Like it's there, but none so, of us here. Damn, like, that's crazy. I didn't, know, I didn't know Grant. So I mean, I was gonna say I didn't know. I didn't know Grant was connected like that. Yeah, Grant's affiliated. He's probably FBI with uh, Peanut Tillman. He and Peanut. <laughs> They're probably he and, partners. He and Peanut Tillman are going crazy on Quantico. Damn. Okay. Now, okay. You can go back to the other. I just had oh, Calvin Hill. Let's see. Any other athletes? Tennis player um, Robert Kelleher. 
Wait, this guy's also a mm. district judge? What? Dude, okay. Bro, you, you used to just, you'd be a pro athlete for a couple of years going to a court of law. You would just be a, a judge for 60 years. How is this? I don't understand. There has to be something going on here. All We've gone so deep here. We are, this man is in the Tennis Hall of Fame and he's a district judge also. Nah, they definitely about to cut the stream. <laughs> what notable cases? Let's see. He worked on the Falcon and the Snowman. This has a spy drama film about it. That's not like the worst book I ever heard. Yeah, that sounds like the mo- the worst, the worst movie, the worst book. So yeah, That's... he's just a tennis champion slash judge. I mean, anyone can do that. Who else? We Larry have? Kelly, Heisman Trophy winner. Okay, so they got some. These were some heavy hitters. So this is the Skull and Bones fraternity, fraternity the mm. the Brotherhood of Death. <laughs> we might have we might Jesus have dug Christ. too deep here. Yeah, dude. we're too. <laughs> your computer, yeah, your computer about to start smoking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh man, dude, all these athletes. I mean, they're winning Heisman, and then becoming the judge after. Yeah, what the I heck? Mean, you just... I, oh, this guy, this guy died. Oh man, this guy, this guy killed what? himself. Oof. What? Oof, sad. That's tough. He was 85? 85 when he did that. That's weird. That's weird, dude. That's so weird. I don't like that. That is kind of weird. I don't like that. I don't like that's, that. He's eight. That now that's really sad. That's that, that I don't like, I don't like that, that, dude. I don't like George Steinbrenner. Joe Paterno. Get the fuck out of here, man. Joe Paterno. Joe Joe Pa. Joe. He knew. Joe knew. Joe, he knew all along. He knew. Joe Pa was in the fraternity. Oh, my God. Are you kidding look, me? Look, and George Steinbrenner, owner of the Yankees, like, who made the Yankees the Yankees. That's George, that George Steinbrenner. That, this is, this is, this is a, this is a nuts list. This is. Hold on. This. Click on, click on, I want to see Steinbrenner. I know about Joe Pa. I know how, I know his gift. Steinbrenner's <laughs> from Ohio? Yes. Owner of the Yankees. Early life education. He was born in Rocky River, Ohio. Uh, uh-huh. Let's see. His father. Where, where did DKE come from? <laughs> yeah, how did, he, how did he get into this academy here? How did he get into school here? See, that's the thing. Oh, here we go. 1952. He was an average student. He was a member of the fraternity. Look. He was an accomplished hurdler, and he was the sports editor of... Look, okay, hold on. Paul's right there. How does an average student get into a group with these, like, future world, like, world, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it's the old, it's the elbow rubbers. It's the old boys club, baby. This wasn't no, he's an average student. An average student went on to own the New York Yankee. Okay. Yeah, and his, his his oh his dad was a wealthy shipping magnate, so it's his dad. Yeah, he was. His dad had the wealth. It's it it's is. literally all nepot. It's either privilege or nepot. It's that's literally all it is. Sometimes both, but it's it's never not one or the other. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe we've gone from Arthur Smith having a coaching job to finding out all of this stuff. To finding out Joe Pa, Grant Hill's dad. George Steinbrenner. That's it's just these guys are all frat brothers. 
Pre-Yankees career, he was a graduate assistant to Buckeye football coach Woody Hayes. Um, When they were undefeated national champs. Against his father's wishes, Steinbrenner entered the sports franchise business with the basketball's Cleveland Pipers of the National Industrial Basketball League. Who? Hold on, he had John McClendon, first African-American coach professional basketball and persuaded jerry okay salute for that but i the nibl that's how that, also that's how you know somebody rich rich they started like, their listen. own league yeah and his dad's like i don't like this but i still support you son wait <laughs> that, well, the national industrial basketball league was founded in 1947 to enable u.s steel mill workers a chance to compete in basketball Nah, I need some footage of this. Today. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna look it up. It's. So I need. Some, I I need some footage of this. We need some lines on. This. We need to watch a live game, and I want some. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go to I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to YouTube. I, I'm gonna search it. I need pipe wrench, uh, McGillicuddy, for three. I'm searching. Are it. you kidding me? Oh, we've got these are from a year ago. <laughs> I don't think that's the same. <laughs> don't think. This league is so, it's so little known that you search it and the, all it is. The Pipers is kind of fire, though. I mean, this the is... Cleveland Pipers. They don't have anything. Nah, There's not nothing. really. That's not a real league. I, not a real league. I refuse. I refuse. The... What? Uh, what? The, they did not join... Wait. Um... Wait, wait, NBL, NIBL players who became NBA All-Stars? This is not a real league. Wait, oh, here, here we go. Don Barksdale. <laughs> Donald Don Barksdale. Argy Barksdale. The Argy first... Barksdale. <laughs> Donald, R- Jesus Christ. Argy Barks. Um, he went from the, oh, who else? Larry Brown, not the Larry Brown. The- the Larry Brown. He was a what the he, hell, he man? Was, he was on the Akron Good Years. Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson. He was on the Pipers. Not, uh, old, not commentator Gus Johnson. I wish it was the same. Oh, oh. yeah, he, yeah. He used to play. It's a different. Um, oh. Clyde. Uh, Clyde. Okay. Chuck Noble. Listen, if these guys went on to go, okay, if they went on to become NBA All Stars, you know how much ass they were busting in the NIBL. Like the steel mill league. Yeah, do we have do we have any stats? Can we get some <laughs> where's Larry Brown's Akron yeah, the... Goodyear's stats? I know he was I know he was terrible. Playing career, here we go. Um I mean Brown led the ABA in assists per game. Okay. Um dude, Larry Brown is the ABA's all time okay. assist leader. Three time ABA okay. Respect. Oh, there we go. Ele- oh, for he- his career, he averaged 11 points, three boards, seven. Okay, that's solid numbers. That's yeah, solid numbers. So, I mean, you got to think if he's playing against mill workers, he was probably cooking them. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he, was, he probably looked like vintage Steve Nash. He was getting 10 assists just behind the nah, back. He was getting, he was getting bit, I cannot believe that Joe Pa I know was that, part of that. I know. Do we have anyone else? Anyone else? Um, uh, nobody that's topping Joe Pa, man. I know. I mean, I don't know. Other famous Stanley King. I don't recognize. Who's the si- who's the single wildest person? And I- I'll ask the chat too. The single wildest person we could find out is also 
and like we we're just scrolling and it's like what james harden like why is james harden like <laughs> mention lebron james like actually lebron james people think he's in the illuminati imagine yeah. he's in the skull and bones or rich paul rich paul's in yeah. a, a part of dke that's crazy uh, anyone else this is mm-mm. not seeing oh oh, oh, oh here we go here we go football and basketball coach they really just let you do double duty, man. You lived until you were 80. You smoked a pack a day. <laughs> it was great. It really was a great time. You had like four families. Jay Burton, Jay Burton Ricks. He was the that's head. A, that's a fancy name. Uh, Jay Burton Ricks, like a lawyer. He was, this is him on the left here. That's Jay. That's Jay. He was with, wait, he was with assistant coach Lieutenant Joseph Wire. <laughs> the assistant coach was a lieutenant. You had to pull double duty back then. Uh, Liber- Liberace, if we find out Liberace was part of the. He was also an English professor. DKA. Of course he was. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Jesus. Yeah, I don't think he, he didn't have the record. No, no, he had a sub no. five. Yeah, he oh, he, he was yeah. he was no coach Bible. Oh, that's no Bible. That's no. Bible. He's no he's no coach Bible. Je- yeah, we I find mean, out, Jesus. We find out a little baby uh, as part of DK. Uh, <laughs> we find out Pete da- <laughs> Pete Davidson would be pretty funny. Um, yeah, now you need to clear your history. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely... Oh, Paul Brown, the dude that founded the Bengals. Oh yeah, Paul Brown. Walter Camp, the father of football. Dick Clark, we missed some big names. Wait, yeah, how did we miss these? Dick Clark, like um, like the New Year Rockin' Eve Dick Clark. Look at this one. That's I'm guessing Marcus Giamatti. Is that Paul Giamatti's dad? Ooh. The, 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 some more nepotism? It is Dick Clark. It is. It's got, yeah, Rockin' New Year's Eve Dick Clark. Damn. Dude, we have, we have cracked some kind of code here. Yeah. This is this is too much. Four people employ every single establishment in the universe. Pretty yeah, that's much. Paul, like used to coach the Browns and then started the Bengals. Yep, he went and from he, his son. Yeah, his son now still owns the Bengals and does a terrible job. <laughs> yeah. He wanted a. He, he was strict with controlling, and he wanted great. He wanted a greater say in play calling as the owner. That's good. That's good. Okay, so he was. So he was Mark Cuban. I yeah, got that's awesome. Where, where, where's uh, Giamatti? I want. Is that Paul Giamatti's dad? Yeah, we got to be some relation. Marcus Giamatti. It's an actor. Um, he's an American actor. Let's see. He's the son. Judging Amy. He's the son of Major League Baseball. Older brother. Older brother. Oh, okay. That's Paul Giamatti's brother. Wait, Paul Giamatti's dad is the former Major League Baseball what? commissioner? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's the son of... A. Bartlett Gio. And click on Paul. I want to make sure it's the same Paul, right? His dad? And yep, it's it's definitely Paul. It is definitely Paul. And his dad is Bartlett Giamatti. His dad was the co- the fucking commissioner? The seventh commissioner of baseball. Oh, he, he was commissioner for five months, and then he died of a heart attack. I was going to say, yeah, he... The shortest... He got a 51, damn. The shortest tenure... He, oh, wait, he negotiated the agreement resolving the Pete Rose scandal. Oh wow! Premier and then died. Wow. Oh, do we think that's do we think that's fishy? 
That, dude, what is with all these guys just dying suddenly? Hold on. Do we think that's fishy? He negotiates, like, again, I feel like it's got to be part of it. They do some type of physical, like, you, you're you supposed to have this job for, like, a commissioner for, like, 20 years. He had it for five months. He died. He had a heart attack at 51. Right after the Pete Rose scandal. Wow. That's crazy, dude. It really feels like there's something there's something going on here. This is... There's there's too many you should not be able to go to one Wikipedia page and <laughs> and be able to click so many f- things like commissioner of baseball, president, like <laughs> like it's too many people in one place together. Like one, we should not know this many people ever existed. Two, we should not know this much about any single person. So three we should not know this much about this many people. It's all bad. Look at this one. The owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hugh Coverhouse. This is possible. That's crazy. Howard Hawks. Frankie Albert. Walter Al- Camp. Frankie father Albert. Of, father of football. Yeah. Well, Invented the bootleg play. You imagine the first time he did the bootleg play? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's a that's the skull and crossbones play, dude. They're yeah. like they're like, oh god, they're, they're doing the they're doing don't, yeah, don't chase him, don't chase him. <laughs> you're gonna die, you're gonna die if you chase yeah. him. Don't tackle that man. This I I cannot believe Paul was just the like the commissioner. That's a big deal, man. Like that's wild. All these guys, wow. all of these guys, they're all in the Hall of Fame for whatever respective career they went into. They're all in the Hall of Fame for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if, yeah, Papa John, that would be, Papa John would be the name on this list. <laughs> if I saw Papa John, I would turn my John computer Sa- uh, John Shetner. Yeah, like, uh, well, Adam Schefter, if I saw Adam Schefter, I'd turn the Schefter computer would be good. Um, Chris Mortensen. I mean, the political figures, was Donald Trump a part of this? No. No. Robert Tev, Ted Stevens. George Pataki. Asa, Interesting. Asa Bird Gardner. I mean, that's a district attorney of New York. I mean like, so again, these are some ain't no like ain't no plumbers here. You know what I mean? Well, look at this one. We even have a Canadian. George A. Drew is the premier of Ontario and the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party of Canada. He was in the skull Jesus. and crossbones. I mean, that's weird. I'm going to reveal. Imagine the, the cameraman seeing the bootleg for the first time. You're just. <laughs> they would have Ravel in the businessman section. Yeah, he was <laughs> analytics. Yeah. Um, Man, oh, man. Uh, yeah, give me some picks. We need to close oh, out yeah, with something. Yeah, yeah. Something, something pure. Uh, something pure. Like games of skill. Uh, like games of skill. Last night, we're not going to talk about last. I mean, you almost no, got. Let's, you almost got close. You were close. I was, I was close. You close. you were extremely. I was close. 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 I will. Pull I had that Kyrie up. over. Kyrie over twenty four and a half. He hit thirty. I had Nurkic over twenty six and a half points rebounds. He had thirty two. I had Cat under thirty seven and a half pra. He had thirty four. I had over Tyrese Maxey twenty and a half points and assists. He had sixteen. Yep, he blew it. I was, I was, I was. It got to the point where I was rooting for you because Kyrie hit his so quickly. I was like, oh well, this is cooked. So I that, was, I was like, we need Maxi to do something. And it stinks because all those games started like around the same time. 
Yeah, so a right. couple of them I a couple of them I knew I had a couple of them I was waiting to see and did not get the maxi. But nope. that means you didn't get it either. So I nope, I did not win, and I I, I even put a little personal card in, and it that I don't even oh not even gonna bring that one up. That one zero and four. We're not even gonna talk about that. <laughs> so why is it Rudman? If Rudman was in that fraternity, this would be the last. <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah. No, we we would have gotten shut down halfway through it. Like nobody can even hear us now. They they've been cut our mics. Um. So what do we got tonight? Uh, I remember it was a, a short slate. It's what three games? Yep. First game we got Pelicans and the Knicks. That's ugly. Why do? Why is it? It feels like every slate this week has had a Pelican game. Did the league? A lot that, of Pelis. Oh, the league probably thought they'd be good. They thought Zion would play. They thought Zion. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. They thought Zion would be back by now. And Zion at the Garden. Yep. Yep. Instead, Zion's like 400 pounds. He's built like me. He's I built got, like me. He's, <laughs> he's just like me. He's just like I me. Gotta, Pelican's been playing some decent ball. I'm in on Herb Jones, man. Okay. He's, he's just, I don't know, he just kind of does stuff. He reminds me of like my player on two, like before you have enough to like dribble, <laughs> you just kind of have to like set picks. Yeah, you got to like three and D, three and D. Yeah, you, you have to be like the perfect, you have to box out. It's the only yeah. way you get points. You have to set a pick. You have to not, sh- like, that's what Herb Jones reminds me of. So he's at 15 and a half points and rebounds. Last game, he scored 16 alone. Before that, he had 13 points, four boards, 14.6 boards. I'm taking the over on her. I think Herbie goes crazy in the Madison Square. Herbie under the bright lights. <laughs> okay. I'm go- I, I, I think he. I think he's. I think he's. Are you? You still fading? Oh, me? You rocking? Oh, <laughs> I am happily. I am happily taking the under on Herbert Jones tonight. Happily. Fine with it. Love the pressure. Happily gonna um, take the under there. Okay, there we go. Okay, I'll take one from each game. There we go. So then, second game: Suns at Mavericks. Uh, DeAndre that- Ayton is out tonight. Just FYI. Ayton is out. Okay. Ooh. I'm glad you said that because JaVale McGee, eight and a half rebounds. Again, he plays 15 minutes a game now and gets like seven rebounds. He got 23 minutes last game and only got eight that game, but no Aiton now, so. No Aiton. I will take the over on JaVale. I'm seeing a, a D. I was looking at that too. Uh, D Book has got 35 and a half PRA, which. He's been on. He's been on fire oh, lately. Oh, he scored forty eight last yeah, game. Yeah, no, he's oh. yeah, and then thirty. You know what? I think I might want some of that too. But do I want the point? No, I'll go. Yeah, I'm riding with you, Nance. I'll go. I'll, I'll go over on Booker PRA as well, and over on Javale's rebounds. I'm keeping both of those. Ooh, that under hurts to put in there. That under hurts. Oh, yeah. listen, Javale McGee could roll out of bed and get nine. I know. I can't, I, he's I, he's gonna get one rebound. In I can't wait. <laughs> the D book one. I don't want to put that one in, but I'm putting He's, it in. I'm sticking <laughs> to it. I'm being honorable here. Let's see. Then we've got Pacers, the hot Pacers, the Pacers fresh off. Yep. Uh, whooping the Lake Show. I don't like. I'm Steph. I might have to keep riding this Steph Curry stinking thing. Um. About to wake him up. Oh my god. 48. <laughs> He's got 10 threes. He's 10 for 10. I I don't know. He's very strict. And maybe I break the streak, but I do gotta get something while he's he's still cold. So I will take just give me every the 35 and a half P 
PRA under. Oh, you want the under? Okay, I'm going over. Give me the under there. All right. We're- so that, okay, yeah, that's a four-time multiply. You can get you some more steak like you did uh, the other <laughs> you, night. You guys heard it here first. Steph Curry is making 10 uh, first-half three-pointers tonight. I was going to say, if you're a smart person, as soon as I lock this in, you would immediately run to the Underdog app. Promo code TRILL. Yep. Get your first deposit uh, matched up to $100, promo code TRILL. You would immediately run there. And hammer the over. I'm listen. I might. I'm about to fade my damn self. Let me lock. <laughs> I'm locking this one in. I'm about to get some Steph Curry over. We're double dipping today, baby. Wait, wait. You're doing one with the over and the under. That's right. Oh my god. Just. I'm. What? No. Here's, okay. Here's how I'm gonna. Do. I'm gonna take the over in this one. That way. This is how bad I am. I'm gonna prove. I'm gonna get fucked on both of these. That's how. I, that's just how this works. He's gonna somehow score he'll score 26 points or score 24 points but then have a triple double or something i'm gonna get killed either way on that. <laughs> i'm taking the under he's gonna you know what's gonna happen is he's gonna he, he will end up hitting and then none of the other ones will hit yeah nothing else <laughs> uh yeah what are y'all wiggins 20 and a half we've been playing pretty well man oh so that's i thought that was just point wiggins points and he just doesn't he doesn't really get rebounds that rebound. much. Yeah. But, like, he That's can score 19 insane. points and only need two rebounds. Yeah, get two. <sighs> Looney steals. That feels like some. They just want somebody to take that. I'm not going to take it. I mean, yeah, it's only a. I do like seeing the half point for a steal, though. I do like that. Let's see. So, I, Clay is coming on. There, there's a lot of guys. Like, Clever, he's got a blocks up. I like the weird lines. Yeah. I like those. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm going under on Steph's 24 and a half points. I'm going to jump to Rivals. That's where I'll finish out my action. I want a little Rivals oh. action. Let's see. Okay, same game just while I'm here. Okay, outright points. I'll ask the chat for this one. Just outright points. Wiggins or Clay? Just outright. Playing Indy, uh, Indianapolis tonight. Which way you lean on that school? Ah, uh, I'm gonna say Wiggins. I I don't I I think Clay. He's kind of he's gonna be one of those guys that he's good one game, then he's not as good the next for a I little while because he's got to get his feet back under him. You know, he's not. He scored 13, then he scored 21 this most recent game. Wiggins has been pretty like 19, uh, 12, then 21 outright. That's tough, man. I'm waiting for the 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 chat to roll in because i really don't know which side of that like they've got rebounds i would Steph or wiggins plus one i just i don't really care about that clay is on a minutes restriction too so that that gives you an edge there uh, like true. both his last games he's only played 22 so true so wiggins okay i didn't know that okay yeah i will go wiggins right. this is like this is the first game he's not he plays all 48 <laughs> uh okay so yeah give me because he'll definitely get his shots up, but he's just not going to play that much. So I'll go Wiggins there. So I'm putting I'm putting Clay in. I'm putting all that, all your oh, offices in. Oh, you're putting him Oh, I'm putting a five-way tonight. I'm gonna oh, hit, you're a madman. I'm going to hit this five-way here. I'm going to hit this fade trill five-way. You, the fade trill five-way, yeah. you just quit the show. You just cash out and just quit. <laughs> uh, let me, okay, let me lock in one more. I want something. Okay, here we go. I just want something fun to root for. 
points outright. Booker versus Doncic, just straight up. Who do we think scores more points? They're playing each other tonight. Book against coming off 48, 30, and 35. So Book got the hot hand right now. Luca, to his credit, also coming off 41 and then the 20 point triple double and 23 points. So just points outright. We'll close with that one. But I'm, I'm taking D book there. You're going book? I'm going book there. I don't really I think right. I think they're gonna clamp Luca up. Yeah, Mikhail Bridges. It could just be Mikhail Bridges. See. Oh boy. I will you know what? You fade me. I'll fade you. Ooh. I'm going Doncic. How about that? Ooh, okay, okay. Ooh, ooh. How about okay? I'm, so watching, I'll, I'll I'm watch. watching the game tonight now. I'll be live tweeting that. I'm, one. I am locked in. So oh. yeah, give me the under on Steph, 24 and a half points. I'm taking Luca outright to score more points than Book. That hurts to go against D Book. And I'm taking Wiggins to score outright more than Clay. That I don't like any part of this. Why am I doing this? <laughs> You've tricked yourself. You've done the classic trick yourself. But this is how you win. If you don't like your card, you win. That's yep, how I hate it. That's how it happens. Let's lock it in. That's fact. We're locking that in. That's a done deal. Done deal. That's in there. Meanwhile, we're out of here. That'll do it for today. We will be back in 21 hours. I believe Jam will be back from law school. So he could give it uh, to tell us about, but we should have that prison talk about like torture and shit. uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should have waited for (laughs) Jam. We need the law take. Yeah, we got a uh I got a few things still on the on the books for tomorrow. So for today, again, I will say if you have not yet, go get your COVID test. If you just Google free COVID test, it'll lead you right to it. And you can order four. I think I don't know if it's for I think for person, not per household. It's gotta be per person. Either way, let's try to do our part in this. Um yeah, yeah there we go. COVIDtest.gov. Go there. Fill it out. Takes 10 seconds. Hopefully, hopefully you do that, but even more hopefully, daddy gets a win, man. I've been ice cold, you understand? <laughs> he needs a bad so chat. He needs I, a bad I, I need a pair of shoes, baby. So, for Sex J, for myself, for Underdog, thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you tomorrow. Look out for somebody. Somebody looked out for you. We'll see you next time. Have a nice day, chat. Peace out.